What's going on, guys? RBP is brought to you by Manscaped, and this month they are teaming up with the Testicular Cancer Society. They're doing T-shirts, We Save Balls, and they're also doing a special Lawnmower 4.0 with the purple stripe to raise awareness. Um, if you guys know anybody who has testicular cancer or you want to help raise awareness, go to manscaped.com, use code RBP to get 20% off and free shipping. I'll let you guys check out the site if you haven't been there. They have everything you need for men's hygiene they also have some boxers and stuff like that but uh the lawnmower 4.0 is awesome they have different scents like colognes and deodorants things like that nail kits uh the nose trimmer anything you could need to make sure you're fresh listen springtime's coming around it's going to get warmer you want to keep yourself fresh you want to keep yourself clean get to manscape.com use code rbp and get 20 percent off free shipping keep yourself straight for the warmer weather What's going on? You good? Jamie, you're good. Jamie, what the fuck, man? Where you been? Where you guys been? I've asked you to come on the show eight times now. You've turned me down every single time. <laughs> yeah, this is the first time I was I was here like a shot. I even changed my plans for you, you know? Gym, gym time, training partners left me. Well, I figured we needed to have an all-UK cast. And I'm so Canadian. I'm Canadian. We're still kind of part of the UK, so I fit. Yeah, yeah definitely. It, make, it makes sense. How's yeah. Ben? Ben's still trying to figure out his computer. All oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on. I'm on. I'm good. How are you, mate? Yeah, not too bad. It's not. It's not. Um, it's been since the Arnold since we spoke, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. By the way, was that was a that was a shock for me because it was the first time I think I met you in person, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> and somehow someone your size managed to find clothes that fit them really well you're very well dressed for a 400 pound six foot six <laughs> human being i try i try you know it, when when we get out of these gym tees we need to make the effort right seriously how do you do that at you james what's well, up man surprised to see jamie hello jamie hello ben Exciting, buddy. Hello, hello, ben. i thought you would enjoy that surprise james that's a nice surprise i like that I like that. It's a very nice uh, surprise. It feels like with like there's three Brits in here now, so I feel that's why I planned it that way. I was like, okay, oh. we got the UK show today. You love us. Um, no, I was just talking to Jamie about how the fuck he finds clothes that fit because at the Arnold's he was so well dressed, mm. and I and most people like my size can't find clothes to fit. And then you got the giant over here. You got this fucking thing. How are he, you? He, uh, he did. He, did he, he looked like he needed shoe warning in that t-shirt though. Those arms were. <laughs> That was snug. That was a snug t-shirt. No, things were tight, but they look good though. I don't like it. Didn't yeah. Look... <laughs> you know, I've asked Father Sons if they can make five XLs for me, but they they didn't reply. So, dude, those don't count. I got listen. I got Father Sons four XL, and it's not four XL. You're gonna need like a Father Sons eight XL if they make one. That's hot for sure. You let me see if I can find your photo here, Jamie. Do you have any photos from the Arnold on your on your Instagram? Yeah, there'll be some. There'll be somewhere I'm like. Uh, trolling on the outside trying to get the angle <laughs> uh, here it is here's one where you made me look like a little boy that's right 
makes everyone look a little bit. Look at this. I look like I don't even work out. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie done those angles there, oh, bro. Okay, now. Seriously, uh, though, look at you got like, okay, the, the shirt bends right. is obviously really tight. But the pants, how'd you find pants? Like, are those tailored pants? They were lucky. They were just off ASOS, like, which is a site in the UK. But it was like really section, big and tall. So I just dropped lucky. <laughs> I got lucky, eh? Yeah. What's going on with you, man? How you been? We haven't talked to you in a little while. Yeah, I'm good. I'm just, um, when I was at the Arms, that was the heaviest I was. And, and before then, I think if I didn't go to the Arms, I would have made 350. When I went to the Arms, I was 342. Yeah. And I came back 335. So, I mean, how you guys like traveled in the past and then kept your weight and stuff. It must be such a challenge. Look at this stylish motherfucker. You get the pinstripe <laughs> pants. Wait, he's not, he ain't, he ain't 350 there. That's <laughs> Louis Vuitton belt. Louis Vuitton belt there. Look. That's, that's a different <laughs> Jamie, though. This is slim. That's a slim giant. Look. That's contest prep, Jamie. Look, he's pulling that shit off. Look, is it the Louis belt shit? The, the pants on the other photo don't fit anymore. Let me ask you <laughs> I, I gotta say this though, you gotta think you gotta get a different outfit now. Cause that's the blue pants, that's the blue pants and the black t-shirt twice, twice. now in two yeah. separate events. That's how limited I am though. You know, I can find clothes, but I'm like one in a million. Let me ask you guys though, because we're so limited for clothes, do you find yourself when you go to a department store or something, you're always looking at belts and shoes and yeah, like things shit you can get. Yeah, shit, you can that you, get. <laughs> shit yeah. that you can buy. Yeah. For fuck's sake. Yeah. Wait, I'm ex- I'm excited now. If I get pants and socks. If I drop weight, I'm gonna be like, I got yeah, old clothes I can fit back um, in. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, nice if I drop, book. if I drop like ten or twenty more pounds, I can start buying shit off the rack that fits like. That's long. nice, man. Imagine just be able to go like proper clothes shopping and just be like, yeah, man, that looks sick. I'm buying it off the rack. Like, yeah. you haven't been able to do that for years. Like, just going to like one of these really nice. There's so many like fashionable stores that have like these products that are like only like kind of in that one shop. Yeah, so you can yeah. get really custom stuff and be like. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I used to wear a lot of um, you know, I used to wear a lot of All Saints stuff in the yes, UK. Yes, stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that shit. As soon yeah. as you, as soon as you hit like two hundred and twenty pounds, you're like, yeah. Mm, mm. yeah. Okay. They, have all, they have an All Saints in uh, Yorkdale, the mall in Toronto. I like that. I like everything in there. But it's like that. That's exactly the kind of store I was thinking of in my head. Is it's like shit could say two XL, but it's a two XL for like I don't know. It's like a two hundred pound guy. It's like it's not yeah. really two XL. It's weird, isn't it? When did like when did extra large not mean extra large? It's European like, sizing. It's your guy's fault. <sighs> North American it? sizing is bigger. It's the European. To be fair, yeah, it's true. It's true. That is, I, I accept responsibility for that. <laughs> <laughs> Very big of you, James. <laughs> Thank you, James. <laughs> I take the weight of a whole nation. I take the weight of a whole nation. Because on the rack in the UK, they stop at like XL. I don't think there's even two XLs in some shops. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jamie, you got a new sponsor? Yes. Um, obviously, a fellow Canadian company. Um, I mean, I put a lot of fucking pressure on you, and it didn't work out, so I had to go somewhere else. I've signed everybody, man. I got, I got like, I'm, you know I'm, I'm I, tapped I out. Had, I even had a chat with Brett and Ivana in in, uh, in March and says, you guys best fuck off and make space for me. Oh, is that what he left? <laughs> <laughs> you, scared, you scared them, eh? Like, uh, <laughs> hey, no, it was a very, very good um, position. I, I kind of fell in with a very good company. They've been established a long time. Um, and we just went to FIBO together. And, and that was a chance, like, really to get to know everyone in the, within the company. And, yeah, yeah it went really well. So, it I looked, think, you uh, suit, I think it suits, it's very fitting because they needed a mutant. They haven't had a mutant for a while. 
and you are kind yeah. of all senses of the word, you know. So you're with Mutant now, and I saw some of your stuff from FIBO. It looked like you guys were having a good time. It was good, man. Yeah, we. Um, Look at you. I mean, Ron, Ron's obviously been with them a long time, but he's a he's a great guy. Um, within the industry as well, Dusty wasn't there because he's. I don't think he's had his vax, but he can travel like within the US, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a great time. FIBO was a bit weird because. Well, like I went down with the expectation of it being like the biggest expo in the world. Yeah. But because it was the first one post-COVID, it was a bit... Um, Underwhelming? Yeah, it was a bit subdued because I don't think many exhibitors has the confidence to kind of go. Yeah. Have you been to FIBO previously or was that your first one? That was the first one. And, and the guys that have been previously said it was a lot smaller. It's, some of the it's fucking... It's carnage normally. They're that upstairs yeah. and the downstairs, the basement bit, and it's like I didn't even know that lower level existed until like the second day. Wow. And wow. then we went down there. I was like, "What the fuck?" There's a whole nother expo hall downstairs. Yeah. I couldn't believe the size of it because growing up, like in bodybuilding, everyone's like, "Oh, the Arnold, the Arnold, the Arnold." And then yeah. when I signed with SciTech, I went over to FIBO, and I'm like, "Holy fuck! This is like yeah. six Arnolds." Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. there's six halls or more the size of the Arnold and every hall is devoted to something different. It's like one is for exercise equipment. One is for supplements. One is yeah. for like, just, it's just totally. Yeah. It's, I didn't it's, even go in the equipment hall. Like yeah, we I looked know. at it and we're like, fuck. I'm like, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, too yeah. much shit. You can't, there's no way you can get to everything in like that weekend. Yeah. It's, it's insane. That's cool. Um, so prep. So your off season's going well, everything's going good, Jamie. Yeah. Um, I like to do things a little bit different. So, I mean, I think me and James have both put our names in the hat for, for the Arnold UK, which is must be about 20 weeks because yeah. I start prepping four weeks because I'm actually going to Mexico on the 20th of May. So I'm going for a 10 days of all you can eat before I start prep. Oh, that sounds amazing. When yeah, is that's, it? The, oh, that's, that's the kind of thing you do, right? <laughs> that's all. That's, I haven't been on a vacation like that. Man, the last time me and Summer went on a vacation, like a real vacation, not just like a weekend away, yeah, probably yeah. Tw probably 2014. Like it's really? been a long oh. fucking time. But we want to plan something this year. I'm just trying to find the right time. But yeah, yeah. I want to go to like a resort with an all you can eat and all you can drink and just fucking have a good time. Does Jamie drink when he goes to those places? No, I've not had a drink for like four or five years. The thing is, the missus doesn't drink either. Oh, that makes it harder. Uh, I think if she did, yeah. Might be swayed quite easily. Yeah, you can't drink by yourself. That's kind of fucked nah. up. Yeah. Well, you can, but yeah. <laughs> then you're an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll end up on a bench somewhere. <laughs> I'll get a mess real quick as well. What did you message me, Jamie? You messaged me something about something we were talking about on the last podcast. You're always watching and then giving me your oh, but... yeah. Well, you, was on, you was on about the tits, and I felt, I felt like you was on your own a bit. I just, so found, I just found the message. <laughs> yeah. Jamie was messaging me to show support because yeah. he, he watched the tits podcast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and he yeah. felt like I was out on an Island by myself. And all no, you guys we, weren't, were, we, we weren't, we weren't with you. You weren't with me. When, yeah, so when, Jay Jamie, when that happens, leave him on the fucking Island. Mate. <laughs> Just leave him out there. <laughs> no, I love it. Jay, Jamie agrees with me. He's, he's in the same boat. Yeah. Yeah, but no, it doesn't matter. Even if you do agree with him, don't tell him that. Why? Okay. No. <laughs> I actually messaged James after the podcast as well, and I said, James, I just wish I could see the tits. Because I want to <laughs> <Yeah. pull it> 
<laughs> you know how many messages did. I got like that because I put the cover on. <laughs> I had to though, or I couldn't fucking post yeah. that. <laughs> I think it was actually funnier with us talking about it and not being. I think it was because like you, you, I watched it back and I was just like, I was <laughs> yeah. actually yeah, it made me laugh because I was like, we're just going on about something you just can't see. It's brilliant. Let's go watch this. So insane. They're ridiculous, and I'm like, no, how big are yeah, they? Like, what, what's ridiculous? <laughs> you haven't seen them. You haven't seen it, Ben. I don't. I. I you don't. I know you don't watch it. Yeah. And so I miss out on stuff, and I, I feel like I should start watching them now. And so like, Justin up with it. Justin brought it up because he's trying to fucking. He brought up our moment at your house when we were right. <laughs> looking. That's what I thought of. That's what I yeah. thought of when you yeah. first mentioned it. Right. Yeah. So then he was like, him, James, and uh, was it Nick? No, who was on? Uh, Ian. 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 Him. Him. Ian and James were like call me fucking crazy because they thought you know so so i brought up the tits and we started looking at them whoa, whoa, whoa. i didn't call you that crazy them two said that you're not well justin clearly said that you're still not given true colors on how much you actually <laughs> love tits <laughs> and, and the extremities of the tits whatever it, 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 so see that's the thing up, we it's the extreme tits, apparently yeah Fred, li- Fred lives yeah. in the extremes of things <laughs> apparently, no, apparently what he showed and, up, then, and then when, but the thing is when you argue back and you're like, well, he takes it to the other extreme. So you're like, well, I don't like him that big. And he's like, so you like these then? And he finds like fucking little nipples on a- You said you like those. I'm like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying I don't want them bigger than the, like, I don't want them out here and here. Jamie, how big is too big? Oh, is, is there such Jamie's a thing? A fella. It's not, yes, Jamie can handle a, a lot thing. of tick. <laughs> I'm saying for Jamie, is there such a thing? Because Jamie's yeah. humongous. Lot. Jamie's huge. There's a lot of tick that can go with Jamie. <laughs> I think if you can't if you can't hug them and, and like fit your arms around, <laughs> maybe yeah, that's your too wingspan. Big. Your wingspan is like a hundred inches as well. So that's the mission. Yeah, that's where Jamie draws the line. If I can't put my arms around you, your tits are too big. Yeah, she's like a size ten, but these huge tits. Oh, yeah, yeah, fuck. that's the thing as well. She has to be slim, yeah, but her tits have got to be that's big. What, but I like proportions, so I like them big. But yeah. they have to suit her frame. If they're like, if she's petite and they're like, like falling uh, off of her. I like this. I like disproportion. He loves disproportion. Yeah, disproportion. He likes wellness upper body. Disproportionate ass. Disproportionate tits. Disproportion is the way to go. I don't want anything. <laughs> proportion is boring. Well, well, it's 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 this it's, it's Fuad Abiyad's proportion. Yeah. So you know. Yeah. It's it's normal to you. I like it. Yeah. Just another thing to bring up as well, because I wanted to question Ian about this, but I've been trying to work out in my head that if you don't think something's gay, <laughs> and it's not gay. <laughs> it's, weird, it's a weird one, that conversation. I don't think I could shag a bloke for a month. And if in my head I'm saying it's not gay, then convince myself at the end of the month I'm still not <laughs> gay. You're still not gay. <laughs> Ian thinks he can. Ian thinks he can literally have sex with a man for a year until uh, he says he's gay, he's still not <laughs> I understand. I understand Ian's point of view in theory, but not in reality. But in practice, yeah, 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 it doesn't wash. Uh, wash. (laughs) Anyway, so Uh, Jamie got a new sponsor. You got getting ready for the Arnold's. Anything else going on? um, Nothing else new. Not really. No, apart from um, this has probably been spoken about far too much. But I'm off cycle at the minute, and and that that means. I'm on 250 milligrams of test a week before everyone says you're not off cycle. So you're not off cycle. You're just cruising. I'm cruising. Yeah. But for, <laughs> and I'll, I'll be honest. I'm always like really honest and probably sometimes too honest. Um, 10 weeks is the longest I've had off in about three years. How's it feel? Um, it feels good. 
Um, I, I, my appetite's better. Um, my, my breathing's a lot better. When I was heavy, I think it was down to the weight as well as um, perhaps the yeah. long cycle, but my breathing was terrible, um, mm. especially in training. Like I was having near on panic attacks after sets. So that's a massive bonus at the minute. Um, I think mentally we know that if food's in check, training's in check, sleep's in check, and all these other things, we can have these periods of time off. Um, yeah, and that's yeah. what I've been trying to kind of educate the younger guys um, on as well, because I think you can become addicted to being on cycle quite easily. Oh, fuck yeah. Totally. Especially yeah. With the pressures of social media now. It's, it's more so than when we was like kind of coming up. For me, yeah. it's not for my, for me, it's not even social media. For me, I just get addicted to the feeling of training. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the feeling of like, I'm natural now. Like, well, when I sporadically do a fucking shot, like once every three weeks, but <clears throat> um, training now is not like training when you're fucking full on. Mm. And that's the part that I would get addicted to. I don't care what anybody else looks like. I just miss the feeling of like that massive pump or being really swole. Cause I don't feel <laughs> like, or even just the, even just the ease of which you can lift weight. Like, yeah, I could still bench. Oh, this I is... could still bench three plates, but benching three plates now feels right. harder than benching three plates yeah. when you're on, right? So it's like a there's all of that shit going on that makes it hard. That's so, where I think, and sorry to interrupt. The no, um, no, go ahead. that's where I think. That's where I think the guys that are currently in the mi- in the mix of it, when you do take these breaks, which are important, don't use as an excuse to back off your training. Like, yeah. Yeah. bridge the gap with effort and remember, like. I'm off everything now and I went back to training and I, for a long time, before I made the decision to pull everything out, I had this anxiety because I'm like, well, that's, everything's done. Everything's over. I'm not going to be able to squat like I, I can't lift heavy anymore. Um, I'm going to look like shit. And I was putting all of these like mental anguishes on myself before I'd even, before I'd even got there. Yeah, Once yeah, I decided yeah. to pull the plug, I took like a few days off the gym pulled the plug and when I went back into it, and obviously I know there's still some shit in my system, right? I'm not like it's still facing of course now. Yeah. But yeah. the mentality the mentality, the switch has to be there to be like, fuck it. I don't need that. Like I was I was like relying on it. Right. And I, yeah. I notice if I think back on it, there'd be times where I took breaks like two, three years ago. And in between I'd be like, okay, well I'm only coming off for six weeks. So I'll just almost go through the motions. Right. And then when I get well and I, I kind of convinced myself mentally I was I was still pushing. But yeah, yeah. when I when I went back on cycle, like the first day, like I put a jab in that morning. Yeah. I yeah. walk in the gym and I'd be like, okay, fucking load this. It's another up. level. Yeah. Fucking go. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, why should that make a difference? It's not in my system. Like I put it in like an hour ago. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not, but it's this mental thing yeah. that we have as bodybuilders. And it's I'm I called it an addiction. We do have that addiction it is. to it. Yeah. Like you can't deny that. Like, obviously, there's there's different types of addiction. You know, there's the obviously the chemistry side of things, but then the, the mental. You can become addicted to anything. Like, yeah, it's a yeah, habit. Yeah. Like also, also the addiction to you've established a persona to the public, yeah. and you feel that if you don't do those things, then you're no longer that person, and you're fearful of yeah. losing your public audience. Well, that's what I've been going through for the last year, right? Like yeah. retiring. Yeah. Yeah. After being after being Fu at the bodybuilder for 20 years yeah. and then retiring, you're like, what the who the fuck am I all of a sudden? Yeah. yeah. Right. You're like, I'm not Fu at the bodybuilder anymore. Right. But as yeah. going back to Ben's point, I realized the other day we were training legs and I've and I it's taken me some time to realize it, but it's kind of slowly, gradually came in is 
<clears throat> the weight is it, it, you lift it in a different way when you're natural, but I can still train hard. Like the other yeah. day we did legs. I did six plates on the hack squat. I did fucking seven plates on a machine squat. I did nine plates on a leg press. Like I still don't, I'm not that much weaker than I was when I was fucking full blast. You have to it, bear in mind a... the years of which you've developed the muscle as yeah. well. You know, our history, all of us here have a history of lifting. So you, even if you take away anabolics now, there is still going to be more than someone yeah. who doesn't who hasn't trained for that period of time. But I'm there, just going there but, is sorry, Ben. I'm just going to Ben's thought though, because mm. we instinctually, and I'm not saying just we, like guys in general, like you know, lifters in general think once the gear comes out, that's it. All of it's gonna go away. Yeah. And even though rationally, what you said, James, is hundred percent right, and we know that. Oh, but we don't process like you that. You still no. think it even when it when it comes out, you're like wait a minute, am I still going to be able to squat? Like in Ben's yeah. case, am I still going to be able to squat six or seven plates? Like mm -hmm. that's a thought that enters your head. It makes it hard Here's to, uh, the thing, take I, a, to take a break. I, I, I don't know exactly if there's doing studies on it. I was watching uh, Mark Bell's podcast, you know, Mark Bell. Yep. The yep. Yeah. Yep. And they were talking that he had someone else on there. And I believe so you watch Mark's pod podcast, but you don't watch mine. Okay. That's cool. Go on. <laughs> yeah. I felt, I get you fucking calling me all the fucking time. I don't need to go and watch you. I'm just well. joking. Fuck off. Go on. I'm not joking. You fuck off. Anyway. So the, um, I, I don't know if they've, there's research based on this, but the, the amount of strength you gain, like, because they were talking to a, a natural powerlifter who was years and years and years of powerlifting, and then he eventually went on to a cycle. And he's like, actually, my lifts did not improve that much. Like, in my head, like, you had this perception. And I did the same thing when I was natural, because I, I, I body built and trained and lifted up until I was, I think, 25, maybe, 24, until I started, I think. My lifts were pretty heavy. I mean, I was squatting five or six plates. I was deadlifting seven plates naturally. Yeah, and in my head, I'm like, well, as soon as I jab, I'm gonna be like fucking squatting Super nine strong, yeah. I'm gonna fucking yeah. So, and it it has more of an impact on size than it does strength. Mm, you know? mm, I, mm. I think that's a big uh, misconception that a lot of natural guys have as well. It's like actually, you don't get crazy, crazy strong. Like you get obviously, don't get me wrong. The bigger you get, you get there's strength gains that come with that, but it's it's not linear you know it's not yeah, yeah, as yeah. much as you would imagine you're going to get more but basically what you're saying is you're going to get more size out of it than you are strength mm. like yeah, if you're yeah. if you had two levels going and then you all of a sudden started gear the, the size, size is going to go strength yeah 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 and the, and the strength like it's, it's very marginal what you can if you've been training naturally and you're maxing out your strength putting gear in it doesn't all of a sudden just open the floodgates but yeah, size yeah. it will do that see um, I, I, I don't know I, if you guys agree with that no, I do. I felt I felt a big strength gain because I started gear almost at the same time I started bodybuilding. So I never realized how strong I could get naturally. And I only did that because I was competing right away. So like it was all together. I was yeah. So I never really I never really got a chance to experiment with how strong I could get naturally. Yeah. But I do agree that it makes sense. Like you could probably get pretty close. Like if my best bench ever was 550, I probably could have done 400 naturally or something you know what i mean yeah. like i probably yeah. got close. i mean i put parameters on it like I, i've actually got a video from nine years ago i had six plate deadlift i pulled it for 11 reps mm -hmm. and i weighed i weighed 210 pounds naturally mm -hmm. i can't deadlift i can't deadlift that much more now relative yeah. to how much weight i've put on and how much 
Drugs Geary, have taken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it, like it's not that much greater. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Jamie, why, why, if you want to explain, I don't know if you don't have to, if you don't want to, but why yeah. have you waited three years to take a break? Well, there, there was there was obviously small breaks in between. So what I typically do before is I'd probably go like twenty weeks on, four to six weeks off. Yeah. And at that point, I'm at now where things start to ache a bit more after training. The doms are more severe, and you start to maybe get that little mental dip. Yeah. I just go back on. Um, but that fall in line as well with the mental aspect of after four weeks, I get my bloods checked. So I wasn't completely mindless. Yeah. And that was almost like a tick in the box, health check done. Let's get back on. Wow. We're yeah. so much alike, Jamie. That's so it, later on in my career, when I hit like 35, 36, yeah. that's what, that's what I was doing. I would do a long, long cycle stop. I would cruise for like four to six weeks. I would yeah. get my blood work done. Blood work's good. Cool. Time to go back on, which yeah. is totally the wrong shit to do. Yeah, but, definitely. I don't know whether you was the same reasoning for me, but I kind of feel like I'm running out of time to, be yeah. where I need to be in terms yeah. of size. Yeah. And that's, that's, fair. that's where, where it's led. Yeah. So we, we, we had the same conversation with Justin, right, in my kitchen. Yeah. We're like, look, there's there's the perfect way to do things, but look where you're at right now. Like, he was later. He, yeah, he he's kind 34. Of ranks, yeah. He's 34. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think you have, if you want to make, if you actually, if you're dead set on making something of this, you don't have time to be that patient. Yeah. But that, there's a there's a flip side, you know, it's a it's a compromise. But well, just yeah. to put it just to put it in context for you know about what Ben's saying about the conversation with Justin, we were talking about pushing food, and yeah. and Justin said he wanted to do things in a more healthy way, so he was going to try and stay a little bit leaner and just push clean food, which is also a good strategy. But like Ben just said, it's a great strategy when you're 25, not 35, because now how many years do you have to actually compete? So. He's got, he, Justin's going to have to play that juggling act where he's like, how much do I want to push the food and how, how fast do I want to grow versus how healthy do I want to stay? And then all that becomes part right. of the formula. At no point was I trying to influence no, no, like, I know Justin's yeah. decision, but we yeah. were just discussing. We were like, just having a conversation. There's, there's a, there's a compromise and there's a, whatever, there's always a repercussion to a decision, right? Yeah. So you do things the healthier way. Okay. You might get there a little slower. That's the repercussion. You go yeah. a little more aggressive, you're now putting some other things at risk. And that's where, as bodybuilders, we have to weigh up. And like Jamie, you're in that situation where you're like, I don't have time. So, but, yeah. but just so, you know, for people listening that are in their, you know, beginning or intermediate stages of bodybuilding, Jamie, you probably haven't lost much taking that 10 weeks off, have you? Like, have you lost a lot of weight or a lot of strength or a lot of size, or you feel like it's marginal? It'll come back probably like that. Yeah, it's very marginal. I think it'll come back very quickly when I get back on a cycle, even if even at the start of prep, because food will still be relatively high, right? Yeah. Um, I think the main reason for the weight drop is the traveling. Yeah. I was on cycle, but I still would have dropped the weight. Um, yeah. Perhaps yeah. I've not gained it back as quick without the cycle in place, but it's not really changed much. Like you say, slight dip in strength, um, yeah. more aches. That's about it. So the only more. thing, uh, and Ben, you can correct me if I'm wrong, or James. Um, or Jamie, when you do take these breaks, say a 10 week break or whatever, whatever amount of time you're going to take, we're basically saying that you should keep your training intense and make up for the fact that you're not on. But the only thing I would say, and 
we should you should lower volume correct like we're not gonna we're not telling people to go off cycle and keep keep their training keep all of their training exactly the same like you should bring your volume down yeah no no go ahead that's it i'm good so um that's exactly that so if you were the way i set people's training up there's always like heavy loading and then there's some uh time and attention work i would look to reduce the time and attention work yeah um and also you have to then look at individual recovery like oh, recover, wait, wait a minute recoverability. Ben, wait a minute ben before you go on so when you say uh heavy loading versus normal or whatever i'll, I'll make it up yeah, no no I'll i'm just gonna say so the person going in how many sets to failure would they do when they're on versus how many sets to failure would they do when they're off let's just say that to give people well, a, for, an for, idea. Instance, it, for instance if they were doing 12 true working sets yeah right i might still keep Keep it at 12, but six of those that would ordinarily have intensity techniques like drop sets or okay, okay, widowmakers, sure. I might check those back and just call them straight sets. Sure. Right. So that now the the overall because what probably the biggest benefit you get from being on a cycle is your ability to recover. Mm-hmm. Right. That's that's probably the widely most accepted thing we have. Um, so you have to mitigate that side of things, um, either incorporate more rest days or pull back on how how low you're digging that hole right because yeah, yeah. yeah when you're on when you're full blasting when jamie's blasting food and blasting cycle he can bury himself in the gym and know that he has recover. that support has that support to recover enough to go again when you check that back a little bit and that's why like when i coach natural bodybuilders sometimes the the workout layout looks a little different it's because they can't go quite as there's not that safety net to push volume well, as much. Well, it's kind of like right now when I'm training. Like, that's why, I, you know, that leg workout I posted a little while ago, I said I was taking a page out of Ben's book. Mm. And it's kind of what I want to do moving forward because obviously with some kidney issues, it's not good to be destroying my body in the gym. So what I figured was I'm going to do a lot of feeders like you guys do, like, you know, two, three, four, five reps. And then just one, one all-out set, not two no intensity techniques, just one set to failure. And then that's it. So technically like in my workout, my leg workout, if you counted them, I think I had like five working sets in the whole leg day. And my legs are destroyed right now. They're sore, which they probably shouldn't be because it's not a good thing for me. But like, I think basically what I'm saying is as a, as somebody who's cruising or natural, that would be my recommendation is just get that one failure set in and, and move on instead of, doubling up on them or adding intensity techniques but jamie and you're more of a volume guy right you don't necessarily yeah so my my way of doing it with milos you know what he's like he's a bit crazy he says i want to tr- still make you train like an asshole <laughs> <laughs> and that's his exact words um so if we are struggling for recovery we'll perhaps put an extra day of recovery in there so an extra rest day so for this weekend for example instead of just resting sunday I took the two days off. Oh, so you normally train six days a week? No, I have Wednesdays and Saturday, uh, Sundays off normally. So oh, so this, week, so this week, this week you took the three days, days off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. again, you're achieving the Yeah, you're achieving the same thing, right? You're checking total volume for the week is coming down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. James, um, what's going on with you, man? You've been pretty quiet. What's new? I'm just, I'm just chilling, listening. How are you enjoying the Telegram thing we're doing? So me and me and James are doing this. Uh, if you it's guys hard. have heard of. If you guys have heard of the Telegram app, me yeah. and James are on Telegram in uh, Evan Senapani's 
It's called Senapani Circles. Mm. And it's me, James, Lee, Jose, Chris Tuttle. Antoine, Chris Tuttle, and Evan. I believe that's yeah. everybody. Yeah, I think that's everyone. And it's just an ongoing group chat, pretty much, right? Just literally, it's just a way to catch up with you. It's like, it's another way to catch up with your friends within the industry, you know? Like, I've actually, it's quite nice because I feel like I can actually bond a little bit more with certain said people that I didn't really talk to as much before. Like Chris, I know. And I used to watch a lot of Chris's stuff on YouTube when I was prepping because I found him very, um, very easy to watch and very understandable. I used to yeah. like a lot of his kind of methods. Um, but now, like, I get to converse with him. And and I, I like how he talks. I like him as a person. So it's great for me as an insider because I get to talk to the people I like to talk to. I noticed that you are enamored by Lee Priest. I love, no, because me and Lee get on really well. I don't know why. I, I don't know. We just get on really well. Like, he's got cats. I've got cats. Like, well, cat. You know, like, I don't know. We just hit off all right. I just get on with Lee. I don't know. He just seems to be yeah. someone I just gel like with. You guys are, yeah. I yeah, do he's, find he's, it. He's very respectful. Yeah. I find British and Australian people get on really well. Yeah, that might like be what it, it is. I the, don't sense know. Of, the sense of humor and the mentality is very similar. It sounds yeah. like it when I when I listen to James and Lee talking. Lee's it, very it, sarcastic, and I love it. It feels uh, it feels like they have a very similar. Um, yeah, they're different people, but there's something similar about them. I know what you're saying, but like Lee's the kind of guy that I'll, I'll go to my friend RJ's house to watch a film, and then I'll get a random video comes through from Lee, just <laughs> like saying nothing. I don't even know what. And then I'm like, all right, well I better reply, show him what I'm doing. He's very in touch. Like he likes to have a chat. So I don't know. I just like I feel like I've got a good friendship with Lee because of the the opportunity we've had with this Telegram thing. I'm shocked at how much Lee is on there. He loves it. He fucking loves it. You can tell. He's like the first person to wake in. The, like he gets up in whatever time in Australia, and then he's latest to bed. Like he stays awake to like stay. In and touch why the fuck? Day. Why the fuck does everybody get up at four in the morning? What the fuck is oh, this? I fucking I don't know, mate. I don't do that no more. So I used to do that. so Ben and 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 uh, Jamie, these guys, Evan, Chris, Lee. And I think Jose too, right? They're all like 4 a.m. They all get up at like four or five in the morning. I'm like, what the well, fuck? Okay. Wait, 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 wait. I've got, I've got, I've got a young kids, so I'm, Jamie's probably the same, right? Oh no, I'm like eight thirty at the minute. <laughs> same, same. I'm the same. <laughs> okay. Ben, how early do you get up? Uh, this morning I was up at five thirty. But is that because Phoenix wakes you up, or you just get up at five? No, no, he got he got up at six thirty. I got up and did an hour of work and had a call. Oh, like five. the the house the house was dead. No, no, no. went up this time. It was, I get to sit out yes. in that, you know, I sat in my recliner yeah. with my laptop yeah. and the coffee and I went boom, 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 boom. Get Once he done. wakes up, I put my laptop down and then when he wakes up, he woke up before Denise. So I'm, I get like an hour with him, give him a bottle, chill with him. But I, if I get that hour, if I'm, I, my alarm is set for 6.30, but if yeah. I wake up, you I'll go and start. Do yeah. some work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I I 6.20 for a piss. I'm getting back in bed till half past and then I'm snoozing. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I snooze for 50 times. I literally yeah. snooze like 20 times in a row. Do you like, know what? Yeah. Um, sorry, Phil. I've seen no, no, uh, Chris on that telegram. He mentioned something that resonated with me a lot, and I don't know if you guys are the same, but isn't it great in prep when you're actually excited to wake up and get out of bed? Yeah. yeah. And that's when you're the most productive, when you get up super early, wake up before you're alone, and just you're kind of on it. Like, let's go. Let's get a fucking day done. It's only great for a certain period of time, though. So this is what I mean. So let's say normally I get up at like nine o'clock, right? Yeah. As I'm prepping, I'll start to get up earlier, earlier, like eight o'clock, then seven o'clock. I'm happy around six or seven o'clock, right? But then when I'm really hungry, I'm up at fucking three in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll wait like you'll wait like seven hours to do that first meal. Yeah. Your stomach's went. Rrr. I'll go down. I'll check emails. I'll go do cardio. 
and I'll wait till like eight or nine o'clock to have my breakfast because I don't want to stretch out my day, right? Yeah. So like, yeah. Well, well, you, well, you want you want to eat late enough that you can go to bed. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you don't want all your meals to be done. If you start, <laughs> if you start early, if you start early, you finish early, and then you're yeah. fucked. Like if, I food start, if I have my breakfast at five a.m., I'm gonna have my last meal at six p.m. I gotta go to yeah, bed at seven. Know, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. So it's not doesn't work. But no, yeah. that's fine. You can just do that, and then every day gets like two hours earlier. And then and you get back to you square get, one. You get background again. And <laughs> Go all the way back around. Extra. Convert <laughs> a day or whatever. Yeah. So, Jamie, you follow that Telegram thing? Yeah, I'm on it. I just, um, I spend half the day trying to catch up on what I've missed. <laughs> I'm and so then, shocked when I hear, I'm so shocked when I hear like our peers. Yeah. Following us. It just, is that strange for you, James? No, because I, I would... I would do the same with like Jay, like feel because I know him personally. I don't know if I'd follow some other people, but like people I know on a personal level, definitely. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Jamie, I don't know, I don't know. You, like Jamie, when you message me about the podcast because you've watched it, yeah, I'm always like flattered and shocked because I'm like I don't think our peers watch the podcast. I figure it's like people outside of the sport that probably watch the podcast. No, I, I think um, this podcast is one of the ones that I would say more of people involved within bodybuilding watch yeah, yeah. definitely uh, it's ben do you follow any of this like do you watch people's youtube channels and like follow like no i it... used to i just don't i don't have the time now like one my main thing that i watch is mixed martial arts when i'm off yeah. when yeah. i shut everything down i get some time yeah um i just don't have the time i remember like four years ago when i was in my apartment in london yeah i'd watch like bodybuilding stuff i just say youtube and maybe bodybuilding stuff and i would eat a meal and just yeah, watch yeah, it yeah. I, I fucking do not have with my workload and then anytime i don't have work i want to spend with phoenix, with phoenix. Yeah, if with phoenix, phoenix is in bed then i want to spend with denise so yeah and she's yeah. sure shit not watching you guys yeah, <laughs> no, no, yeah summer true. summer can't watch his shit sometimes yeah. i'll be like Look at this part, fucking James said something hilarious, or guy said something she's hilarious. Not even she's like, interested. She'll kind of watch it. Oh, guys are, she'll Denise, do, Denise, will, Denise will watch the um what's the Instagram? The bodybuilding and bollocks. Yeah, 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 sure. yeah she'll watch those cool. and then like laugh at those because they're like snips yeah. like, yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. But um I'm kind of glad that she doesn't watch any of it as well, because it means I can just like say whatever you want. I'm worried about <laughs> <laughs> I got in trouble for last week, by the way. <laughs> because uh, summer was like so what kind of tits were you looking at <laughs> like, like, fuck. Uh, i have got a story to tell today what tell us got an important story yeah okay. tell us so for the first time in my six-year relationship with Yannicka, she said that i went sixth gear you went too far no i went sixth gear in what's sixth gear in the bedroom <laughs> yeah what does that mean yeah. that means i've got up gear it means he's been sandbagging for six years. That, mean, that means that means that means I'm normally, you know, not giving it your all. No, and then you know the other oh. day I decided to. I decided to tops. He top. He top set it. So why did you wait six years to show her? To I don't know. Her the goods? I, I don't know. But I I I done the done the, the duty, and then I went off and she was like, "Fucking hell, you just went sick gear." <laughs> I was like, uh, and, I, and I, I, I didn't know how to take it, and I was, I was, I was really like flattered. I was like, "Fucking hell, that's cool." Because I've got six. I didn't I gotta make a, I gotta make. I've never heard that saying. I gotta make a T-shirt out of that now. Oh, I'm <laughs> sixth gear. Like that's I went. Like, said, James, said James, bring me a cup of tea and an ice pack. You went too hard. Literally, yeah, that's yeah. when you know you did the job. What so did I'm, you do? I, 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 tell, tell us what you did differently. 
I, I, I held my breath and just went in. As much as I, I, I literally just absorbed as much oxygen as I could. And I, I almost, I was like, okay, I don't mind if I faint during this. So, You're going off. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, this, you have to. I told really. you, he, he's got that, he got that squat mentality yeah. and he went, fuck it. It, it was just... like, you know, when you, you know when you've already oh. failed on squat pretty much and then you go back up to the top and you're like, I literally did that. And then I just went, and I kid you not, like, fucking hell, like, I maybe got another 30 seconds out of it. And I was like, yes, and that was the uh. sixth gear. So why I want to know why the like, like, don't tell them and I was like, I'm better tell them. Oh, for sure you gotta tell everybody. That's it's fucking so important to yeah. me. It's a life-changing moment. Why did <laughs> I want to know why I want to want to know why you waited so long to give her because, the best? Because I you know I'm happy in fifth, you know. Yeah, it's easy. I'm you're cruising fifth. Yeah, yeah man, the like, problem is well, the I wouldn't even say problem. fifth, I wouldn't even say fifth is cruising, but you know, I, I'm probably happy in fourth. If I'm honest. No, here's, here's the problem. That's that's the new expectation. I know. Bro. Now you're gonna have to do it all the now time. She's, mm. Now she's being all nice. Fifth, fifth was like you were like, oh, I can I can hit fifth on a regular. Yeah, she's yeah. been like, a lot. Sick. She's you're like, oh, Ben, Ben, she's been a lot nicer to me since. <laughs> okay, but how often? Let me ask you this: How often? I've hit sixth a couple times. How often can you hit sixth? Because it's not a Listen, thing you can if, do every time. I, if I do that three hundred pounds a couple more times, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> I swear down, bro. No joke. She was like, I was worried about you. I was worried about you. Was, my, my wife has done that too. We'll yeah. be we'll be done, and I'll be like, after we're done, she'll be like, she'll wait a few minutes and she's like, Are you okay? I'm like, ah, yeah. okay, I just need a minute. I've, I've had that one. <laughs> she was like, she was like, she was like, Are you okay? You were on bottom. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine getting like out of breath on the bottom. That'd be, on the that's bottom, you know. that's when you know. Yeah. Oh, so anyway, I just wanted to share that because I thought that was stuck. Well, that's amazing. Can you tell us? Can you give us a, a little bit of a hint about what you did to go? You just went harder and faster, or you did something special? I, I grew it like like ah. I, I was trying to pull my fingers into the human body, and I twisted slightly, just about twenty three degrees. Okay. <laughs> and I just arched over a bit more than normal. I'm gonna try that twenty three degrees. And I was like. <laughs> That'll be the symbol for this T-shirt. Yeah, I, I, I'll say this: I was selfless in the act because I would say for me that it isn't as good because I like I prefer slower sex, if I'm honest. Yeah, but but I was like, you know what? Put yourself aside for once here, lad. You know, do the greater good <laughs> for, one, for once. For once, uh, yeah, for once. So I did. So it was basically the reason this takes so long is because the first time I've not been selfish. So okay, wait a minute. So in your relationship. You're the one that likes the slow and sex, slow and sexy. I, I do. Like, I get, Annika's I get the lot. one that wants it like crazy. I, clearly. Clearly. Clearly, clearly yeah. Because yeah. I get a lot, I get a lot out of like a bit of slow. Because to be fair, like I said to you before, I ain't lasting that long these days. Yeah. So, so you're like a, you're like the slow look in the eyes, take your time. No, not even a look in the eyes. I like a fucking tongue deep down the throat and, and slow. It's got to be a bit of both. It's got to be a bit of both, man. <laughs> It's like, I'm going to be quite rough up to, like, from here up, I'm really rough. And then from down here, I'm quite, like gentle. Okay. Okay. So everyone Jamie? knows now how I like sex. Jamie, you're, how often do you hit sixth gear? Oh, man. These these days, not very not very often. I'm, I'm, I'm like panic attack material after the working sets in the gym and after the working sets in the bedroom. What is it? With, you know what? I'm curious about that. Not to get off topic of sex because it's hilarious, but. Paul has Paul has these panic attacks sometimes in the gym too. What do you think that is? Because actually, and the only reason I want to bring it up too is I got a couple messages from people about it because I think Paul said something about it on a podcast. Yeah. What do you think that? It, first of all, can you explain to people what the feeling is and what, like, what you think it is? So how does it happen? 
We're talking about something serious, now, Annika. Don't get involved. Wait, we're talking about something serious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting involved tonight. Sorry. Ask for some balls. Sorry, Jay. Let's go. Right, Jay. It's always when it's heavyweight. So I find that the heavier the load gets, right, the harder it is to control your breathing. Yeah. So when it's like maximal exertion, the breathing does somewhat go out the window. Mm. So you finish your set, and then it's like heart starts beating faster, signals going to your brain. I've not got enough oxygen. I need to breathe faster. And then you're breathing too fast, and you feel like you're not getting enough air in. And it's just, it's in So when you start panicking up here, you're like, what if something yeah. happens? I can't breathe. And it yeah. gets worse. Yeah. So I have to like kind of walk around the gym. Yeah. I have to take my clothes off. It's weird. I have to take my clothes off. You feel claustrophobic. Yeah. You feel like you're yeah. claustrophobic in your own clothes. Yeah. It's strange. Paul, sometimes when it happens to Paul, so my gym, there's like a back door that just goes outside. Mm. So I'll just open the back door, but I'll go outside and get some fresh air. So he'll do a set. I don't know why I'm laughing because I can just see Paul walking off the door outside the gym. <laughs> Jeez, I don't know why. I don't know why. I've actually yeah. laughed at him while he's been doing it. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, so no, Paul, you go and make a friend from a random stranger and be off going fucking making mates. Yeah. yeah. That's what he's no, like. I, uh, I just opened the back door for him. Tell him to go outside, get some fresh air. And he does that for a little while. He's got actually got an inhaler now that he like, he'll, yeah, he'll puff if, if it gets too bad, he'll like take a shot of his yeah. inhaler. Yeah. Um, my, so, my friend gets these. My friend gets the same issue. Really, eh? Yeah. yeah. So I think the same... Go ahead, Ben. Sorry. I was going to ask Jamie, is it the same when you're down like in a contest prep when you're lean or is it, I thought is it correlate were... with your body weight? So what? It's, a lot, it's a lot better when I'm lighter ball. Anyway, right? something's ticking forward. No, no, I'm... I thought he was going to say when he was down like on his... <laughs> on his missus. Down on your missus. Why do you have to lower the tone? We're the, like, the British guys are here. We're I thought he was going to say you're going down on your girl. <laughs> oh my god! That could happen though. That could happen. <laughs> yeah, it just works when he's down on his girl. Okay, sorry. Go, go on with the original question. I'm such an, I'm an idiot sometimes. So when I've like spoke to other people about it, it may have a correlation to blood thickness. With what? Blood fitness, ferocity of blood. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. So one thing I've been trying to do is let blood regular because my hemoglobin's always high, always has been, um, and I think this time I let blood, I might just be under 170. So we'll see if that um, helps things. But I think just from an anxiety perspective, getting certain numbers in control, um, doing cardio in your off-season and feeling fitter so you don't panic... Yeah. Knowing that you're unfit and overweight is obviously going to just make the feelings come on quicker and worse, I guess. Do you think, Jamie, do you think doing some, maybe some high-intensity cardio would help you get used to the feeling? Not right away, Ben, but like slowly increasing it so you can get used to the feeling of your heart beating faster? Because I know, I wouldn't. listen, the reason I'm saying that is this. Part of his anxiety is not, is not rational. So like, as he said, his heart will start to beat, but then he'll panic and his heart will start to, and he'll start to feel more anxious. So what I'm saying is if you can get yourself into that state on your own, you yeah. might feel less panicky about your heart beating faster. My, my, my honest opinion on this, sorry to Jamie to interrupt is that's a big man with a heart that is 
still the size of a relative human. Like it's going to be bigger, but it's yeah. And now you're asking it. Now you're asking it to do even more work on top. Like if we're talking about longevity, that's not something he wants to be taxing his heart with, for sure. But wouldn't it? I get both points. Um, I, I I'm not. For, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just. I'm. I'm totally yeah, bro sciencing yes, I'm totally bro sciencing it. I'm just saying. Wouldn't yeah. that? Wouldn't that build some endurance, or wouldn't it regulate the way his breathing is, or wouldn't it make him it, used to it? it? He has so much muscle on him yeah. that he's already redlining, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you want to redline him again? No. What I'm saying is, okay, let's just say it's not high intensity cardio. Let's just say, wouldn't getting in better shape reduce that feeling yeah but i kind of um, confident you kind of what jamie i think your angle is like to make me more confident of that feeling right make or me or just to be in better 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 cardiovascular shape where your breathing yeah. isn't out of control so quickly yeah because yeah, i know i know because so i know and i know paul is obviously half your size but when paul started doing more cardio his panic yeah. attacks got better he yeah, was able to he was able to manage them better. He he didn't get them as often because yeah. he was in such bad cardiovascular shape because he wasn't doing any cardio for so long that those really tops those high top sets would make him panic because he wasn't used to the feeling. So when he started mm -hmm. doing cardio and his weight dropped a little bit and his cardiovascular he could breathe a little better, then his his failure sets got better. Yeah, so that's kind of why I difference. Say but there's a difference between cardiovascular cardio and yeah. performance cardio. Okay, well, maybe I was saying the wrong thing, but so that's what I'm saying. Cardio, cardiovascular will yeah. be your main objective is to increase blood flow and oxygen delivery around the body, right? Sure. So yeah. as long as you're getting oxygen proliferating to the extremities and 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 getting the heart used to beating, and sure. with that, I'm talking for someone Jamie's size, you're talking like 110 to 120 beats a minute, right? Yeah, yeah. That that is not putting the body or the heart in particular cardiovascular system under stress but don't right? they say it, that it's putting it's putting it under okay most of the studies are done on like a 200 no, 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 pound man listen i'm not arguing with you ben I, I don't these are simply just questions i totally don't even yeah. know i'm just asking a specific question so um fuck i lost my train of thought i was gonna say i forgot what i was gonna say fuck <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was thinking in terms of 110, 120, I was thinking that's fucking the heart rate when am I going to wank? It's true, it's true. Like, there it doesn't go, take much. Just, then, then that's that's right just wank. But that's what I mean. Like, when you're up at like the 150, 160, 170, which you probably would be if you're doing like hit training, yeah. Yeah. your heart, say it's this big, right? That's trying to deliver oxygen to this 350 pound do you know how much stress that heart but is under don't they say doing a little more cardio like a little bit harder cardio will help the viscosity of the blood as well like won't all of that help if he's doing a little bit of hard cardio here and there like i'm no, not talking I'm not not in an extreme environment which as bodybuilders uh 280 plus pounds you're in an extreme environment it's not the same you're talking about a human body which has way too much muscle tissue on it so it's not designed to be this. The heart is not designed to support even the, the muscle that I have, let alone what you guys fucking have. Okay, you so know, what I'm, so what I'm saying is, so you can't reduce red blood cells by doing harder cardio. Well, I think you need to actually look into your... I think that's what I was... Thing. 
yeah, you, yeah okay maybe you can but what you're doing whilst you're doing that is you're causing more damage a, this fucking thing every time you're doing it I get and it, i yeah. think the the payoff if you're getting on the red blood cell count which you could address with other avenues yeah, yeah right yeah. And, yeah. and bloodletting etc yeah you can negate that without i mean the layman way of thinking about it the heart only has so much mileage on it right okay wait 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 throughout a throughout a lifetime imagine your heart only has I, I i get it i just i'm going to simplify the whole thing so when you're trying to get in cardiovascular shape for a fight for example like a boxer or something right or an mma fighter they run laps they go for they do road work right and it builds up their endurance it builds up their breathing blah 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 right isn't that the same concept that i'm trying to apply here yeah, but you're trying to apply it to a guy that's three times as big. So it won't, it, it won't. No, you've completely changed the, uh, the organism that you're now dealing with. And what's happened that the, the internal organs haven't grown that much to support the capacity of the muscle mass. Mm-hmm. You're talking about 150 pound fighters, 170 pound fighters, 200 yeah. pound fighters. Yeah. And that's what I was saying. And if you look at, all of the scientific literature, yeah, that it all supports what you're saying. It's all very well and great. You're not talking about six foot five, so what six, you're foot saying, six, 350 pound monster. So in a nutshell, what you're saying is, yes, that may help, but you may be doing so much damage on the other end that it may not be worth it. This is what I mean. There's a cost reward, right? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. yeah you, the, the reward is I improve my, my breathing and whatever. my heart yeah. to perform, but am I under the same, at the same time, you're putting that heart under stress that yeah. it doesn't is not built for for one. Yeah, 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 yeah. And at some point, the heart is going to be like this. I can't do this anymore. So, okay, this is interesting to me. So, if I'm doing cart, like I did step mill yesterday morning, and my heart rate was like 130, is that not good for me? No, I, I started saying like, like 130. I mean, I mean, I'm not as big as Jamie, but like, like, like specific numbers in terms of oh, it's 118. It's very individual. Like it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Forward, it depends right? on the person. It, yeah. Like 130 compared to 170, there's a big difference. Yeah, 120 yeah, yeah. to 130 is not. Yeah, yeah, it's not a big deal. I'm talking like if Jamie's up trying to do like hit, and you're, a lot of hit training is based on heart rate and yeah. the variance, right? Yeah, yeah. To, I mean, if you want to talk about stress on your organs at Jamie's size or your size or James's size, doing putting your heart rate up and down, up and down like that is not good. It's it's, it's causing, stress, right? Yeah, yeah, I get it, what you're it saying. Has yeah. To be, yeah. It's a really oh. difficult one because we're living in a in a in a in a vessel that has been taken to like to such an extremity that the environment of all these mechanisms is very altered from what it should be. Yeah. And they can't actually cope with a lot of what we do if we push it. So we have to be very mindful of where on that parameter we are and that's why we can't be excessive at what we do on top of the excessive nature of what we already do you know yeah. so let me ask you then if that's the case uh anybody who wants to answer yeah what is what is a solution then for somebody who has these panic attacks like paul or like jamie or like because it's funny because they're they're vastly different yeah. sizes right like paul's 240 pounds or 30 pounds yeah. you know jamie's 330 pounds so 340 pounds so it obviously can happen to anybody. Um, yeah. So what is the what is what is somebody supposed to do if they're having these panic attacks to try and mitigate the their response? Is it just see? I, I think I would probably suffer with them if I was maybe fifteen pounds heavier. So I think it, a lot of it does come down to where are you in the threshold of your body's yeah. comfort. 
Yeah. Um, you know, I can't speak on Jamie because I'm not him, but like, obviously, you're trying to obtain new muscles. It's very difficult because you're trying to sit in a weight uh, area that you've never been before for a longer period of time, so it's sustainable. Mm. But like, I know that if I'm like, if I was over three ten, I'd probably get under a bar and straight away feel claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe it's just because Jamie's right at the upper echelon of his weight. You're trying to break or, that plateau, you know, yeah. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Is, is that what's happening? Because it's so he's right at the peak of going beyond where he's ever gone before. Yeah, yeah. It's this. It's a lot of discomfort, and that's not just mentally, but also in a physical aspect on the body. The vessels are working harder. Everything's working harder. Blood restriction. You know, the amount of blood that can get around his body efficiently versus when he was lighter is nowhere near as effective. Therefore panic attacks can often occur because of like say like oxygen not being that's not being met so and a lot of it is probably just the correlation between your body having a hard time being so fucking heavy and having to do the weightlifting so jamie is it is it worth it to you to be to keep pushing that plateau and deal with it because i know because like the panic attack a lot of it and i know somebody's probably going to correct me if i'm wrong but the panic attack is more mental than it is physical yeah so is it worth it for you to just deal with that mental aspect or is it, are you going to try and like come down 10 pounds or like how, cause I know it's tough to try and like, I want to be a great pro, but I also don't want to deal with this thing. So like, how do you manage it? Well, this is why I didn't really make a massive point of pushing the weight back up yeah. since I came back from the Arnold's because I dropped that 10 pounds and it didn't affect me as much in training. So one thing I know we've always said before about off seasons is, when the off-season is at its peak is when that crossover or when it crosses over into affecting performance at training. When your training starts to suffer from the excess weight yeah. that you can, in, I think that's like kind of where you call it and maybe sit that weight until you're more comfortable and push again. So my limit was in the 340s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sitting at 330 now, things are much better. But I think for a long time, I convinced myself that because of my style of training changed to a higher volume style of training, that that would be enough cardio. Yeah, yeah. So I think that if I was to keep up my walks, low intensity cardio, just to give that a bit of a workout every day, sure. then that may have just released some of the stress a little bit. Did this start? Did this... That, that, that... Sorry. Sorry, go ahead, Ben. I can say the high volume stuff, if we're talking, might be contributing to the that well, anxiety. You know, if the body is, is struggling to oxygenate, yeah, you, what you're doing so much volumes and sets and reps yeah. that's demanding a lot of blood and a lot of oxygen right i was going to ask you jamie did this come on when you changed because you did you used to do like jp style training correct yeah yeah so did, and, this, and did I, this come on when you started the to increase the volume yeah i've, I've suffered with it in the past like in peak off seasons before oh, with, okay. The, with, okay. with the, the heavy duty style training but they were in the higher rep sets okay okay um, and definitely more so with the high volume, if, particularly on legs. Every other body part, I'm okay. Back, yeah. sometimes you can find your breathing quite compromised when you're training back when you're like hunched over, bent over, whatever. Yeah. So back in leg days, there was like a pre-anxiety before the fucking session. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew what was kind of coming. You're dealing with That's exactly. what I mean. Like, yeah. Look, look how big... Go ahead. Sorry. No, no. As I say, look how big your legs are. Look how much muscle mass and oxygen they're going to require yeah, when you're doing those higher volume stuff. And I'm not saying it's just a, everything's a trade-off, right? Everything's a, well, if I do X, then why happen? Like you're so damn fucking big that sucking in all of that oxygen is now 
you know, you can't, you're, you're not able to, your lungs and heart are not built to support 350 pounds doing a set of 20 or giant set. Like yeah. it just, especially, it, you know what I mean? Especially with those exercises that are more compound. So like you think, yeah, this is your heart and then this is the muscle you're trying to train your legs. That's got to support that. I love, yeah? di- I love diagrams. All right. So that's the diagram. <laughs> but then imagine a squat. Yeah. Where it isn't just this, it's everything else. And this is yeah. still trying to work. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why like a squat for Jamie, for me, I would imagine if Jamie had to do a high rep set of squats, that'd, that'd probably be panic central. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, and what you guys have said has actually made a lot of sense as well. It's just my dumbass, the nature of us, we always well want to done. Pump. We just think that, you know, it will get better or we need to man up and train through it. And that's what I've been doing for a long time. Plus, I have a training partner that is definitely a son of Moss. He's quite, he's quite a savage. You know Sweno, he's crazy, isn't he? Yeah, so, he's a bit of a nut, nut shit, nut, who? nut piece. Yeah. He's yeah, a good guy, but, you know, sometimes... I, He'll I go ham, yeah. We've probably pushed a bit too much on Who, 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 who? Swino. Um, what's his first name? Lee, Lee Swino. He used to compete in... What was he? Uh, heavyweight. He was a heavyweight, wasn't he? Like, up to 100. Yeah. Yeah. British finals 2015 with me, and I think he came third that year. You got, yeah, he got top three. Yeah. But so, so here's the thing, and I'm not bashing Milos. So I've worked with Milos. He's a friend. I love him. Milos's giant sets that he did. I mean, what was his, what was Milos's biggest he ever was? What, I think he was like 280-ish, 285. But I mean, like in shape, okay. what, 240? There's a big difference between 350 and 280. Yeah. It's even so, you know? Like, to, to ask... I get it. Milos is fucking crazy and did everything he's asking anyone to ever do. He did himself. I get it. But the the amount of muscle tissue you have and that you're like, that is demanding oxygen and support from it's, I think you have to think of yourself slightly differently, mate. Like, I think you're just that much bigger. It's. Well, this is why when he said, you know, we're going to work out a split and he'll say, right, we'll start on eight sessions a week, build it to 10. And I just said straight away, like, we yeah, 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 yeah. I've been doing four sessions a week for like two years. Yeah. Let's do this gradually. And when I got back home, I started on Monday to Saturday training, Sunday off, so six days. Yeah. And even that for two weeks killed me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when I dropped back to five and had the Wednesday and the Sunday off, and that's where I sat. And I said to Milos myself, I said, this five sessions is all I can like do at the minute and recover yeah. from and at this weight. Because like you guys have just said, the extra weight demands recovery. Absolutely. In prep, when I'm lighter and fitter, then I might try some some double days, but we just have to see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the same though. Like, listen, like I thought if I've done workouts that have been like proposed that I do three sets of like stuff like deadlifts, yeah. and then I'm like, I'm like, I do one set. I'm like, that's me done. Yeah. Like because anything else is just stress on me. Like, yeah. If I if I give something my all for one set, I'd rather just fucking move on. Because I don't, I don't want to keep it, yeah, I don't want to put myself in a position yeah. where I'm just overstressing my heart, letting the heart rate come down between sets, pushing it back up, down again, back up. Especially with these, like, say, these compound exercises. Like, yeah. I don't know. At the end of the day, you have to. It's very valuable to have a coach, and it's important. But our instincts are very important as well. And um, a good coach, yeah. like you know, and it's just when you you say exactly what you think, and then you come to some sort of understanding. Off, off the yeah. feedback that you give. So the feedback, you know, me talking to you now, I feel like you've painted a very clear picture and it's very easy to understand what should and shouldn't be done. Yeah, um, 
even like like I say, a lot of it comes for me, like with you, like I'm like a lot of it comes down to like exercise choice because you've got to be yeah. mindful of what ones are more demanding. Like, uh-huh. You know? So. Yeah. Um, you guys want to do some questions? Of yeah. course. Let me text the chef so you bring me a meal because I've seen many. What are you eating, Ben? I, I, I like started my meal at the start and then you can, eat, sweet, you can eat, eat Jamie. It's sour. a bodybuilding podcast. We all eat on the fucking well, I don't yeah, know. I've got a bit just in case like I go hypo or something. <laughs> yeah, I usually have some cookies laying around somewhere. Yeah, yeah. you got the, you get the good stuff, man. What are you uh what are you eating, Ben? Beef, um beef, uh, yeah, bison. Like a hundred grams of cooked rice. That's like that's a high carb meal for me yeah. now. Big meal, bro. Then, uh, Big old meal. Yeah, it's a hundred grams of bison, a hundred grams of rice, and then a shit ton of cabbage and some carrots. I like cabbage. I got blood I work today. Well. Look, see, yeah, you can't see it. Uh, oh yeah, I got blood work done today. I've Thanks. got a CT scan in two days. Is that for? Is that for your heart? Heart, heart. So proper heart scan where they put the dye in your your body so you can see where the. Oh, I thought that was an angiogram when they do that. Oh, I don't know. I've got a CT scan as well, and that I've got some shit. So they're putting it. the dye in your in your veins. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I love that. Yeah, it's cool. It's like oh, yeah, it's a real good indication. Of to things. me, that's like the best, the most accurate way you to to see. Yeah, I think so. So um, why did so you do that? that? Do you have anything going on, or just being sure? No, no, just just checking, man. Just yeah, checking. Just, good. Yeah, my uh, doctor, Doctor Matt, who's at Muscle Works, so Ben and Lucas train. He um he looks after a lot of the guys over here, and. Uh, I just said to him, like, it's worth getting, isn't it? And he said, yeah. He's, and then he referred me, so I booked it in private and got yeah. that this week. So I had that, I done, really in, I had that done in uh, 2015. It's worth doing, isn't it? Yeah, it's probably worth doing. Probably time to do it so. again. Yeah, I had blood work done today, so we'll see how that goes. Hopefully, uh, things are have leveled off at least and not declined in any way. So, yeah, we'll see. I'm sure they'll be pretty good because oh, it's like, they haven't done much. I didn't tell you guys. I got my motorcycle license today. Oh, yeah, you got it now. I yeah, saw the see, bike you posted on your thing. It looked nice. Yeah. yeah right. cool. I better I better share it just for people because uh, so on the last podcast, I told everybody I was getting a Ninja 650. Yeah. And then Ben t- kind of didn't talk me out of it. But after talking to Ben and a few other people, I got something a little bit easier to ride so I could learn because I've never, ever ridden a motorcycle. So I bought this little thing. I think that's really nice. Yeah. I like that old military green. It's small. It's a little small, but it's going to be easy to learn on, and then I can get something bigger once I've kind of fully grasped. I think that's cool. You want to start with a handgun and not an RPG. (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. (laughs) Jamie knows. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. But I have people people messaging me going, "Oh man, you should have just got a Harley Fat Boy," and I'm like. What if I just learn how to ride? The, like they don't depreciate. Yeah, let me. Like, yeah, let me, <laughs> get let me just you know because the thing is like, what if I don't even like it? Like this you is might. something. This is yeah. something I've always wanted to do, right? But I'm like, what if I don't even like it? Because I like, I like riding to the gym with Paul. We talk on the way to the gym and shit. And yeah. I like, you know, I don't want to have to fucking wear a jacket and a helmet sometimes in 90 degree weather. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm like, what if I do this thing all summer and I'm like, it's not that great. So I'm like, why don't I just start with a small bike and see if I love it, and then go from there. Ben's like, it's great, trust me. Well, I'm pretty sure I'm going to like it, but I'm just saying, what if I don't, right? No, I remember, James, you know who Barry Pitts is, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we used to train together in London, jump on the bikes in like a... Oh, UP like, days. You guys, you, yeah, you guys called him a tank top, but in vests. Yeah, Helmets yeah. on vests. I, I mean, I wasn't jacked up. And I was never jacked, but I thought I was. Yeah. And then just ripped rip through the middle of London. It made, there was nothing oh, they loved it. more fun That's what I in the do. summer. 
in the summer we go through Hyde Park and we stop off at a Turkish restaurant in uh, Hammersmith. Sick. Sick. Get get chicken, rice. The lot. It was that was good times, man. So and it was all, it. all sent around by. But you have to have somebody. You gotta get Paul on a bike too, and then it then it's fucking fun. Well, you just segued perfectly for me. So I talked to oh. Paul because Paul is my best friend. He wants to do everything I do, and <laughs> because really. we want to do shit together. So. I talked Paul. Paul has not registered for the motorcycle course in July. Yes, Paul. And I've talked Paul into buying a Can-Am. So Paul's going to get this Can-Am Riker. Oh, really? <laughs> what? Yeah. So it's like a no. three-wheeler. So you can't, like, you literally can't tip this thing. Fall off it. Yeah. So, so you're, thinking, you're, thinking, you're really thinking of full safety here. Well, Paul is thinking of Paul's safety because Paul's like, I don't want to ride a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. like, okay. So get me thing. something that's like a motorcycle, but not. Yeah, this thing's fucking sweet though. So he can ride this thing and I'll ride my motorcycle and we'll fucking we'll have our little this, gang. This looks nah, like something else. Put, yeah. put a sidecar on yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like Wallace and Grummet. No, yeah. but I actually, to be honest with you, I watched some YouTube videos on this thing and it looks so fucking cool. I think I might buy one for summer. So that means summer. Cool. So that means summer can go riding together too. <laughs> so, that barge you off your bike with that like can, with you front pick, can you picture paul on this fucking thing it's gonna be awesome i'm not sure <laughs> you need to get it wrapped you need to get it wrapped with hostile yeah we'll get some so yeah i'm happy paul's paul i talked paul on to do something a little different that's not really that shit's not really paul's style but he uh yeah but you, sounds... you boys you boys are at that age now we gotta like enjoy these things and fucking just have a laugh well, do it yeah. together you know? That's why I told him. I said, Dude, come about, on, man. man. We're not getting any younger. Let's fucking do some stupid Just shit. Do this. Let's do it properly yeah. if we're gonna fucking yeah, yeah. do it at all. Uh okay, James. Yeah. Toast and jam or rice cakes and jam. Toast and jam by fucking it's miles. Not even, it's not even close. It's not even fucking, that's like <laughs> sex with a condom or without. <laughs> you know, like, come on. I, I, I have got a better question. Such a good comparison. I got a better question. Toast and jam or crumpets and butter? I've never had oh, crumpets. See, crumpets are in there, mate. Crumpets are really up there. But, but. Jamie knows. Jamie knows. Yeah, yeah, that's but. tough, though. I'd like butter more than jam, so I have to go with the crumpet. No. Uh, but, you know but, butter is the ultimate. Yeah. The, the, the difficulty is for us, because we're bodybuilders, we always go, like, carb and carb. Pro-carb. Yeah. Carb pro. Yeah. No fat. No fat, yeah, so. So... This is crumpets. And and yeah, look at that. Uh, right, that Jamie, Jamie say, say the macros were the same. Oh, crumpets and butter. Absolutely. Look at that. We'll post you some over, mate. You know, what I did my, my, my very first ever oh. prep I did for my first show. The carbs were so low, I was end up having uh, crumpets. I'd have chicken, broccoli, crumpet with some marmite on it. Are, oh, the, crumpet, that's my are, carbs. The, are crumpets soft? They look soft. No, they're like soft, but they also like if you cook them right, they get a little bit blackened, so they get a little bit, little Crispy. bit toasty on the outside. Yeah, this is they're so good, and all the butter melts through them all the way, so it comes out of the bottom of your plate after as well. Then you find you got like toast them twice. You know what I yeah. love about James? He's an animal in the gym, but he's just a fat kid. That's oh man, <laughs> that's Honestly. just learned how to work out. Oh wait, who's, oh, that? Look, who's, who's that? that? Who's that? Hi, Hoss. We're all gonna wave. Say hi, Hoss. He keeps walking around going, Hoss. Yeah, he misses me. I got to come back. Say hi. Hi. Look at him. He's so fucking hurt. cute. Hi. You and your lovely. Oh, we got away. Oh, yeah, we got away. Wait, all right. Go see mommy. Adorable. Now I need, to, I need to get Yannick up the duff now. Yeah. Do yeah. something, James. Come on. <laughs> James, what <laughs> makes you happy? Crumpets for bar. 
Oi, what about a scone with cream and jam? Oh, I had this, had this conversation with my missus the other day, right? So she could not believe that I wanted to put butter on my scone over oh, cream and jam. No, no, butter, butter. Oh, I did. I like no, I like clotted cream. Oh, I like both. Fuck it. I like butter and cream. Who gives a shit? Let's <laughs> get fully involved, boys. Let's just go all the way in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, like this? Yeah, look at that. Oh, Second picture on the back. Oh, the one at the yeah. top with the jam as well. Yeah, the top. One. Yeah. Look yeah. at that. Oh, put that in your oh, mouth. Oh, oh. oh yeah. <laughs> that that's mouth. fucking dang. That's that's beautiful, <laughs> mate. What about an egg custard? Are you partial to an egg custard? Yeah, but not like this though. Not like this. Yeah, it's, 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 you guys are all fat. Oh, <laughs> if you come to England, you're fucked. <laughs> I can't. I am going to come to England. I'm coming to the Arnold UK. Hi, hi. What are you doing, he's Phoenix? He's muted us. He's he's muted him because he's probably talking bad about us. Don't listen <laughs> to them pigs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're nasty. Right. Listen, I'm going to ask you guys again. Hi, Phoenix. He can't hear you. I think. He can hear me. You, he can't, we can't hear them. Yeah. What did you want to ask? Okay. I asked on the last podcast and I got bullshit answers. So I think James can give me a little bit deeper answer. Oh, you Other than really stones deep. and butter, what makes you oh, really? What makes me happy? Yeah. Um, the friendships I have, mostly. I think, I think, like oh. I said to Giannikis, I feel like your family is who you consider it to be. And I feel like my friends, the, the people that I see on a weekly basis, are, are my family and that's family makes you happy so whoever you consider family so i yeah. make you happy you make me happy this podcast is extension <laughs> of family so you all are contributing but you all are contributing to my happiness because i feel like most of my happiness from life comes from the conversations i have with the people that i gel with so friends make you happy okay i like that yeah yeah Fre- friends interaction with people that uh under- you know not even necessarily like-minded but just I like that it's a colourful bunch, that we're not all the same and that we all have something different to offer. I feel like that's... Racist. Happiness comes from... Yeah, I'm, it's racist. <laughs> you're a racist. No, but I feel like... It's like you're a colourful bunch. I'm like, I'm the only brown one here. What the fuck are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> it's true, it's true. But happiness comes from that. It's the interact... A social interaction on a, on, a, on a certain intelligent level for me is, is is happiness with people I care about. I could, I could agree with that. There was a period yeah. of time, I want to say, where I got really, really... I don't want to even say serious little bodybuilding. I just was, I was very isolated yeah. <clears throat> and I only had like Paul. I had a lot of acquaintances, but I only had like, like it was just me and Paul. And then even when I moved away for, to Toronto, it was even worse because Paul wasn't there either. Yeah. And I think I agree with you, James. It's like the it's relationships, the relationships in your life, like really make what your life is. You could have the worst day. You could have a conversation with Ben and it turns around. Well, I mean, you could, you can have all the money in the fucking world. You can have all the toys in the world. You could have all the success in the world, but if you don't want to fucking no one to share it with or no one to laugh no. it with, and it sucks. It, it means fuck all if you've got no one to share it with. Yeah. You know, you know, I um aside from the obvious thing with like Kevin Phoenix, right? Yeah, I am missing a huge chunk in my life, which I used to have every day. Yeah, and it's that and it's that picture I posted this morning, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where we, that's why you're I talking you about weight, and then you complain that I call you every day. Yeah, but I'll complain more if you stop. So carry on. Um, <laughs> but it's like like what you were talking about, like with you and Paul, that's how Luke and I was. And like yeah, even yeah. even if even if Luke was like sick or didn't train, I just went into the gym and there's other people, right? I am aching for social interaction. 
I can imagine. Like, well, I, I feel like it's so deprived in my life right now. Like it's just. It's quite hard because you go into your gym and it's like there it's, and it's not. It's yeah, 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 literally yeah, yeah. behind that wall. And as much as I love my wife and my kid, <laughs> it's like, I'm, I, I, think- I, I, I plan to open a gym and I'm, I'm really fucking looking forward to just being like, Hey, how are you? How was your day? Like, yeah. just, even if I'm not training, right. Just seeing people move around yeah, and yeah, just yeah. be. But people, just so people know, if you don't know already, Ben lives like an hour to an hour and a half from Dallas. So that's part of the reason why if people are like, well, why don't you just go train at destination or go train? He's just, it's, it's not around the corner. Destination, destination is, is, is two hours away to door destination yeah. with no traffic. Yeah. So, so you're not going to go do that shit every day, but just so we can touch on this, this is the picture uh, Ben was talking about. And I actually yeah. want to mention something about it. So we took this picture when I was there, me and Justin were there a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I like the caption because I think people forget that bodybuilding is not just competitive bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it's a culture. So I guess you can be a bodybuilder and never step on stage. I guess the reason I want to bring it up is this: somebody messaged me and they said, "Hey, I would really want to try your products, but they're made for bodybuilders, and I'm not a bodybuilder." And I'm like, "Well, do you work out?" He's like, "Yeah." I'm like are you working out seriously? He's like, yeah. I'm like, do you care about what you put in your body? He's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. I'm like, that's it. I'm like, you don't have to be a competitive bodybuilder to be, and this isn't a sales pitch for my product. This is more, I'm just talking about people get this impression that you're only a bodybuilder if you accept on stage and that's different. That's being a competitive bodybuilder. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can mm-hmm. say I'm a competitive bodybuilder. That's what I do for a living. That's different. Absolutely. But if you say I'm a bodybuilder, that's look, I remember when I used to train in Toronto, there was this fucking guy in there, probably a little heavier guy, you know, wasn't like in, in, you know, he had body fat, but he was more of a power lifter. He wasn't a bodybuilder. He was there in full sweats, like sweatshirt, jogging pants with his wife, older guy. He would go in at like five in the morning. I'd be in there doing cardio for a show. He would go in at like 5 a.m. and just be doing singles and doubles with like five, six, seven plates. And he wouldn't talk to nobody. Wasn't like there wearing flashy clothes. He's wearing like gray sweats. And then he would fucking leave. We just say hi to people on the way in and out. And that was it. He wasn't there to like make friends. He wasn't there to like prove anything or show off. He just literally went, that guy to me is a bodybuilder. That guy is mm-hmm. living, living the lifestyle. Right. So I just wanted to touch on Ben's photo. Cause I'm like the caption, mm. the caption basically says that, which is like, you can live the lifestyle and be a bodybuilder without making a dollar or without ever stepping on. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I would add to that though. The one thing, like one thing, one thing I, and this is the thing, like that's that proves the one thing that's the most important part is the work. Like a bodybuilder is the person that works. So I tell you what, is not a bodybuilder. Someone that doesn't work that says they're a fucking bodybuilder. Yeah. Just to just just to be on the other foot, you're on the other foot. So you can take all the pictures of the flashy stuff you got, but if it hasn't been, if you're not if you're not doing the bodybuilding part and you just want to be a public figure, I'm sorry. Until you're doing the part that's actually the blood, sweat, and tears part, you're not a bodybuilder. So like I say, you don't have to compete, but if you train and you try and you want to improve, you're a bodybuilder. But if you don't fucking train for shit and you call yourself something, yeah. please just rethink about that. And I'm saying that on a personal level because I've had a few people in my gym that piss me off. So yeah. no, I, I, no, James, I agree with you. I've said that before. I said, first of all, one of the things I used to say is yeah. train like nobody's watching because yes, some of these people only train when someone's watching. Yeah. That's number one. And then the other thing is. I've always said is everybody knows when they go to sleep at night, what they've done. And 
when you lay your head down on a fucking pillow at night, you know, if you ate your meals, if you went to the gym, if you're actually a bodybuilder, if you're just the guy that goes there for a few sets so they can post something on Instagram. So I know exactly, uh, I know exactly what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Yeah. And again, and again I'm, I'm not like, I actually try to say this on one of my posts. I'm like, I'm not trying to discredit people for going to the gym and wanting just to have an image because it might be their living. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. But, but, but I'm also like, I think people have to be very aware of what category they put themselves in. Mm. You're a content creator only. Yes. But you can be both or you can be just this, like just, I don't know. I just, I just, you know, the most important thing is like, I look at that picture there of us as bodybuilders, like a Ben and that. And that's exactly what I see. I see what it is for what it is. Mm. And I just want to pay as much respect to that as I can. Well, And that's why I sometimes get a little bit, you know, aggy with people that don't understand what that picture epitomizes. Because that is, if you want to be a body, let me just tell you one thing. Just look at that picture and see what it's about and understand that lifestyle and get involved in that. And then you'll be a bodybuilder. Well, that's I what I'm trying I to feel, say. I, I, I feel sad. I've, I, I don't want to be patronizing, but I'm like, some people never, like, don't exactly. won't understand that and i'm like no, exactly it's fucking amazing like that yeah. is just that look, shit. Look, look at a sweat on you like i think i can see sweat <laughs> it's black and white but i can i can see that you've you've fucking oh my t- my t-shirt's drenched from that, there yeah your, your, t- yeah, your t-shirt yeah. looks like it's literally soaked and that's that's the shit yeah there, man. yeah so i think the reason james if you sound upset is because you know from looking at this photo what, story how, what, like when you and I, and I said this like numerous times when you give your all to something you really get to experience the benefit and the joy of it yeah and i think if you're half-ass bodybuilding if you're not really living it if you're not really living the lifestyle you don't really know what you're missing out on it doesn't mean you have to it doesn't mean mm. you have to no, it doesn't no. mean you have to like it or have to enjoy it or have to do it i'm just mm. saying i think what we're trying to say is we're promoting this lifestyle because if you do do it to the full extent yeah do it for what it is truly and then yeah. you'll really love it you'll really love it you'll understand why we do as well yeah like yeah you know i don't know anyway sorry i don't know how i got onto that i just when i saw that photo this morning i thought we should cover this on the podcast because i i feel bad when people feel alienated and they say well i'm not a bodybuilder because they don't compete because i feel like that's wrong yeah true but then, like you said, James, on the flip side, it's also wrong when someone's like, I'm a bodybuilder, but they don't really eat the meals or train hard or they're just kind of faking it. Yeah, like, I, I know. It's just, it's just so, it's, listen, I won't lie. There's some individuals out there that really fucking get on my tits because because they just, I, I, I know them personally. They walk in my gym. They don't even say fucking hello. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, and I hate to be like fucking like, it's like you call yourself a bodybuilder. Yeah. Okay. You call yourself a bodybuilder. And then there's people like me, Phil, people like that, like everyone that's done doing quite well in it, yeah. And we've really tried to give back to the, the culture, yeah. But you'll come in the gym and call yourself bodybuilder and you won't even acknowledge us. Mm. Like I find that that's something that really bothers me. It's like, so your dreams to get on the Olympia stage, my friend, yeah, yeah, coming to the gym. I've been there, yeah. And I ain't saying I'm the shit for doing it. I didn't even do that well, but I've been there. And mm. like I would happily give you my time and give you some respect if you fucking gave me some. Mm-hmm. Like, I, and, I, and I know that may sound really bad of me and I like, might sound like I'm egotistical because I'm like venting off, but I just find it really odd. Like I'm clearly attached to the gym that I'm involved with and you come in there and do your filming and all that shit. And we let you, and we don't have to let you, but we let you, and you can't even come over and say fucking hello. Thanks for having us. You know, the funny thing is, usually the biggest guys in the gym are the most reasonable down to earth. There's no ego with them. Like, it's the little guys that have that attitude yeah. and have the issue, you know? If someone walks up to James and be like, start asking him some questions, 
Okay, you might be if he's in the middle of a set or deep in a prep, you might get a, a pushback. Yeah. But if hey, you I, catch him, if you catch him at the front desk in the gym, I guarantee you he'll you'll engage in a deep conversation with ben, him and try and impart. I I fucking talk to everyone and I'll even go, I'll finish training. Someone say, Can you have a look at me in the pose room? I'll go and look because I want to pass on so there's more bodybuilders that can come after us. Like it's important to me to keep bodybuilding alive. So that's why I just yeah. find it really frustrating. Um you know, just the last thing, like, let's say I went into Destination Dallas, yeah, and I saw any of the gas boys in there, and I clearly know who they are. And if I just blanked them, yeah, like, that for me is just shitty, bruv. Like, you're not even part of this industry if you've got that attitude. Yeah, That's just mm, how yeah. I, feel, I feel, personally. Well, That's just me spouting some personal fucking feelings in my life right now, because most of my members are fucking amazing. <laughs> you just get a couple no, of fucking, you know. James, I think you have a right to, because it's different if you're somebody who doesn't give that respect, but you always give respect to the people... Mate, absolutely. I mean, we're all standing on the shoulders of somebody, right? So yeah. And I, mate, when I came up, when I came up, Ben, if I was at a show watching and John Hodgson was guest posing or Lee Powell, I was fucking in awe. I was like, I'll go over and I'll just say, look, you are, you are. Like, I'm not saying I want people to say this to me, but I'd be like, you're part of the reason why I do this, and I really appreciate what you do for the culture. Yeah. And all I want, all I want as a bodybuilder, when my time's done, is to say, do you know what, James, you gave back to the culture and you kept it on the right path. That's what yeah. I want. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I hear you. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jamie, I didn't ask you what makes you happy. Sorry, kids? Jamie. Yeah, I have kids. So the no, obvious choice. I didn't say kids. Tits. He says tits. He says kids. Yeah, kids. I'm definitely not referring to my kids as tits. Oh, no. <laughs> they although, can be tits sometimes. Although my wife has two babies, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like tits, definitely. I love my dog. I love my dog. <laughs> Um, and my kids and the tits, dogs, <laughs> <laughs> kids, and tits. Bang, perfect. I like little things in what order, head. though? In what order? Yeah. Oh, tits first. Yeah, I like little things. You know, like going for a coffee with a wife. Um, she always says that that's the only time we get to speak properly together, like when I'm not invested in my phone and work and client. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So being away from the sport and being kind of in the moment is is uh, is very important. Love the what? cinema. Me and James can relate to that. Oh, yeah, I love the cinema. But I do think a huge part of me is unhappy as well. Um, mm, and I think, we can all, I think we can all relate to this because as bodybuilders, I think it just takes this type of personality to be a bodybuilder in the sense that I don't think we're ever happy and we feel like we're always chasing. So there's a lot of things that I've got that I guess are materialistic, like the car, watches, the house, that I thought would make me happy. Well, they haven't. And I'm still chasing that happiness. I'm still what, chasing. What, what is it that makes you actually happy? Yeah, I'm still chasing that. that, that um, I don't know what it is because I'm still chasing it. You know, I, I, like, I had this. I said the same thing to Fuad. You know, we were talking about me buying that Porsche, and yeah. I went, "I'm not going to do it because I think it's going to make me happy, and I guarantee I'll have it for like a day and be like, this is amazing.' And then the next week, I'll be like, "Why don't I do that? Like, yeah. it didn't change anything. It didn't make me. It didn't do what I thought it was going to do." Uh, why? Why? Look, man, there's so much shit in what you just said, Jamie. Why are you unha- why are you unhappy? Why do you think there's part of you that's unhappy? Is it just because you're chasing something else, or is it because this fucking life takes so much of you? 
I think a big thing at the minute for me is I feel like I've got more to achieve, like I'm not where I want to be. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm running out of time almost. I feel like there's certain things I need to do in the next year that are going to be crucial for my future. Sure. But then do you think that, even if that happens, do you think that will lead to being happy? I don't know. <laughs> I don't this know. That's what I'm trying to say, G. It's like somehow we need to take a step back as human beings and understand and appreciate yeah. the now. It's really hard. Yeah. It's a double-edged sword, though. It's fucking hard, man. You're as good as you are because you're chasing something mm. up yeah. here, right? And if you ever achieved it, you would stop. Right, it would it would be, but because you're so ambitious, we're all ambitious to a point. That's what drives us to become better. You guys, that's why you guys are pros. But it's also the the dagger in the back because you're never satisfied, you're never fulfilled, and you're always left wanting more. Like I'm going through that same thing at the minute where, okay, even as a bodybuilder, but I'm like even watching my son grow up, and it's. If you'd asked me two years ago, hey, you're gonna have a son about that's cool. Well, when he by the time he's a year old, I'd have moved, I'd have done XYZ by then. Mm-hmm. And yeah. time has just moved away quicker than I anticipated. And I haven't done the things I thought I would have achieved. And it becomes this like, oh, like am I I I, I get where you're at. I, I get it. When I look back, so it's so funny to hear Jamie say that because he's in the midst of the career that I finished. And I look back at my bodybuilding career, and I just wrote this today, actually. I don't regret a single day of it, but when I look back at it, I'm like, fuck, that took a lot of my life. Yeah. Like it took all of my life. Yeah. And I don't, I honest to God, don't regret a single day. I loved, I would not trade anything I did for anything, but man, I just, when I say when people are funny, cause when you say like sacrifice, people are like, Oh, well, you're not in the military, bro. You're not really sacrificing. I'm like, yeah, obviously that's like the ultimate sacrifice. We're not talking about that kind of sacrifice. There's levels, yeah. There's levels of sacrifice, obviously. So I'm not saying any of that. But when you talk about sacrifice and bodybuilding, it's just a you're completely eliminating normal life. Yeah. You're in like this little box. And when I look back at my 20s and 30s, especially my 30s, it's just like this tunnel vision and there's nothing else. And now I can, all of a sudden now, it's like somebody took the blinders off. Yeah. yeah, and I can fucking see everything, right? And yep. it's so it's so fucked up, and yeah. Anyway, I just oh, can I, I can I just add to that? Yeah. So this is why I go to my friend's house every Thursday. Oh, yeah. By the way, I'm so, jealous of that when you showed that on the yeah. Telegram yeah. Yeah. thing. Yeah. I'm super jealous of your Thursday meetups. Yeah, I go yeah. every Thursday, and that keeps me. That gives me just enough to be able to commit to this bodybuilding. Yeah. If I yeah. didn't have that, fuck bodybuilding. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, not like because I hate it or anything, but it's just because I couldn't, I couldn't make, I couldn't maintain myself. You need and, to have something. Yeah. But it's funny because my friend RJ, the one who I go and see, he's not a bodybuilder; he's a businessman. But he he sent his 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 wife sent me a message saying thank you so much for you know being such a good friend because the yeah. three me him and Louis. She went before you know after lockdown and stuff. He was he wasn't himself, and he said. And she said that you, he's, he's so much happier now. So what that tells me is whatever endeavor you're in. That's right. Yeah. That's so right. then we, we, we're speaking from our background, of course. That's right. Body, but yep. it seems anything you're heavily invested in that is, a, is sacrificial in terms of time. Yep. Every human, most humans feel this way. And I didn't realize yeah. this until the other day. It's yeah. just that we did a different, we did a different path. We just, no, we did, did our career this way and they did theirs that way. This is where the whole Look. balance argument comes from. <laughs> when I said there's no balance because you're trying to achieve greatness, 
this is what I'm talking about. It doesn't matter what genre you're in. If you're trying to achieve no. greatness, you lose balance and you become put you put yourself in a box. Yes, but whatever whatever it is, whatever pursuit it is, whether it's brain surgeon, lawyer, bodybuilder, mm. it's all bigger than the one individual. Yeah, right. So we'll get consumed by it, and eventually that chosen passion will win. It will beat oh, us yeah. some yeah. way or another. So yeah. the, what James is doing right now is he's allowing he's allowing that expansion to be elsewhere rather than allowing bodybuilding just to just consume him until absolutely. it smothers him, until it smothers him. Right. Yeah, you have absolutely. to just, it's like a pressure cooker, right? You have to let that steam out here. Yes. If it, so, somewhere it's got to come out because yeah, we can all lock in for maybe five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years. But if you don't let that steam out this way, what's yeah. going to happen at the end? Thing is going to fucking explode. And yeah, then, yeah, you're right. You know, so, Jamie, I have a question that I thought of when you're asked talking about your happiness. When you go for coffee with the wife, is it like a drive through Starbucks or is it like a sit down at a coffee shop and have a coffee? Yeah, we'll go and sit down, have oh, okay. some time together and chill. Um, and yeah, just be in the moment. But I think one of the main things that's like listening to you guys, what you said that really resonated was I think for the first time in my life, I've started to realize that there are other things that I do enjoy and want to be doing and feel like I'm missing out on. Like up until now, yeah, <laughs> the game. <laughs> you fucking guys uh, in your up games. Until, up until now. I'm jealous. <laughs> you got to get on it for us. Call I know. I, know. <laughs> I bought a motorcycle instead. Yeah, I've been so focused and tunnel visioned into this bodybuilding lifestyle that didn't really matter what the wife said. Didn't really matter what the kids wanted to do because this is what provides the income and the livelihood we have. So it's very important that we stay on track. Um, another thing that we mentioned earlier is like the loss of identity that you mentioned you'd been going through for that. Yeah. I'm thinking about that now. I'm thinking like I'm 36 years old. This is all I know. This is my identity. I am a bodybuilder. I'm the giant. I'm big, whatever. I think in one part that the release from that pressure would make me happy yeah. but then on the other side i'm nervous that it won't so it's like that's why i said to ben i was in envy that he could make the decision to just like come away from it because i i, I was in a lucky way i said to you back i was in a easier position yeah because had i been on the I, i'm so far i was so far back from being a pro and i have security in where i'm at in my work yeah um even with hostile like it doesn't depend on me being a competitive bodybuilder so that side of things the is easier for me if i put myself in your shoes i would have a much harder time to contend with the dilemma like much harder yeah mm -hmm. i uh jamie i can tell you this from going through it for the last couple of years myself there's a lot of this yeah the peaks and valleys and those peaks and valleys start to, uh, the peaks start to stretch out more. Yeah, like yeah. At, at first, there's a lot of valleys mm. and then it becomes more peaks and less valleys, but it starts to convert as you kind of start to adjust to your new life. But man, yeah. in the beginning, it'd be like, I'd be happy for a day that I wasn't bodybuilding. I'm like, oh, I can go have dinner. I can do whatever. I want. And then there'd be like a week where I was like, this fucking blows. I want to get back on stage, blah, blah. And then there'd be another good day. 
And now there's like a string of days, right? There's like three or four days where I'm really happy. And then there might be one day where I'm like, fuck, I wish yeah. I was 300 pounds again. Mm -hmm. So yeah. like those peaks and valleys start to change, but it, it doesn't, when I hear people talk about it, and it's the way I thought about, about it was it would just like one day you would just all of a sudden feel better. Yeah. Or one day your life would just be different and it doesn't work that way. It's like, it, it takes it's time. really difficult. Yeah. It's really difficult to like, like, I was just thinking now, during you talking about that. I was just like, what? like after I retire from bodybuilding, I go to like a gym, a different gym and train, blah, blah, blah. But then like, I can imagine like looking around at people who look at you like you're not anything. Mm. Like, yeah. hard. like like someone's looking at you like, look at him, he's small compared to me. Like these are not yeah. like people. And in your mind, it's like that old story, man, I used to be big. Mm -hmm. like fuck like i mean i used to be big like it's letting go of that it's like being like you know what yeah like that's, that must be difficult i'm finally getting to that place now it's kind of like this so i used to party a lot between age 20 and 25 yeah and when i got married or when i met summer she'd be like are you you know you got that shit all out of your system and i'm like yeah man i'm like you know what i did enough partying drinking whatever you want to call it girls i did all of that i'm i'm good yeah. And uh, I, it's kind of the same with bodybuilding now. And it's taken me time to get there, but I'm almost at the place now where I'm like, you know what? It was a part of my life that was fucking amazing. And now yeah. I'm, I'm good. I did it. I don't, I'm, I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I have that whole thing to remember and have as part of my history. And now yeah. I'm on to the next thing, but it took Man, time. Like, it took time to get there. Like we have to like have some appreciation for what we've done. Cause I've got friends, like people like Steve Avery, Jamie, who are, yeah, fucking like they're like 50 cent now and they chased their whole life for a pro card and it never came yeah. yeah like like we have to be you know we have to give ourselves some fucking props for even the distance we've traveled and i yeah. think that's the i think that's the most important but most important thing about humans is to be able to look at themselves and not compare and be able to be proud of their accomplishments well i think that's the most difficult part it's a double-edged sword james because so what we've done is when you look at the scope of who are bodybuilders what we've done is amazing right because there's not that many bodybuilders who get to turn pro in the first place yep. and then if they do turn pro maybe they don't get to the olympia stage or they don't ever win a show or okay. whatever you want to say right so yeah what, what we've done is big and it's and it's if you just look at it on paper but the problem is and this is the problem and the benefit is we hang out with a bunch of people that are all doing the same thing so it doesn't seem like a big deal yeah, yeah. right like any one of us individually in a normal crowd of people that works out are, I don't know, special for lack of a better word, right? In, in our field, yeah. Yeah, but because we all hang out and we're all pros and we've all, yeah. you know, done shows and whatever, it just seems like yeah, you don't ever feel special about it. Yeah, you got guys like Nick, uh, top five Olympia first yeah. run. Fucking yeah, Ian, winning, fucking top seven. Yeah, and Ian like, wins multiple shows a year. So no, it no. just doesn't feel so even though you've done something good, it doesn't feel good because all these other guys are doing but that's, it. That's why we have to learn to master ourselves in a sense of comparison. Like we need yeah. to somehow yeah. as people just be able to like be really satisfied with what's happened within our square. You know, yeah. your, your own accomplishments. And it is well, hard because you know I think I've I, I think I've reached that point. Like when I look at yeah. my career, I know I know I was never good as Nick or as good as Ian, like on paper or whatever. I didn't win as many shows, whatever you want like, to call on paper, it. On paper, Ian. <laughs> on paper Ian not real life. <laughs> <laughs> no but like what I can say what I'm saying is like I've taken stock of what my career was yeah 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 and I know exactly what it was and I'm proud of it anyways yeah. and I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. that's cool right like yeah. so but it's taken time like that that shit all takes time like you know that Jamie, was, that was, that was ahead, even man. hard for me because 
as I said, that's even hard for me because I was letting something go. In the end, I didn't really have a choice, but I was letting something go where I was like, I still haven't achieved what my friends have. Yeah, yeah you, you still know? had, yeah, you still kind of had like, a, and I, yeah, like the pro card wasn't like my main motivator. No, would I have liked to have got one? I just got my kid, yeah, of course, like I wouldn't have yeah. fucking been like pissed off about it for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's like letting it go. I, but here's what I'll say, and I don't know if you'll agree with this, Fred. The but to, to Jamie's point, like that anxiety about an identity, the the dilemma was worse than the jump. Like, yeah, think, yeah. thinking about thinking about yeah. that was, I mean, Fred, we've been talking oh, about yeah, me I'll, stopping yeah, for like that. six months to a year. Oh, that God, was I remember way you, worse. You, you eventually, a while back, and then yeah. Once I did it, I was like, the, there was this like slight relief. I was like, oh, okay, it's it's it, it's done. Well, and that's yeah, you're you're 100 right. The, the 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 limbo, the bit where I'm like, ah, I think maybe, Mate, I, listen, maybe I'll do one more. That's worse. But it's like when you're going to break up with a chick and you've got to tell her in the lead up, it's terrible. Yeah. And then, <laughs> then after you broke up, after you break up, you're like, whoa, fuck, it's fuck, way yeah, worse. It's way, it's way worse yeah. than yeah. that. <laughs> so, no, but you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> so uh, I'll say this. So Jamie Ben's right. Whatever you're thinking now about your identity and who you're going to be is probably fucking way worse than what will actually happen when you retire. Because you'll notice that, you know, like let's say my following or fan base or whatever you want to call it, it hasn't really changed. Same amount of people still watch my training videos, same amount of people still watch. Like it's, it, it's really the same. And my life has actually gotten better yeah. since. So I, so I mean, Ben's right. The anticipation of what you're going to, what is the, the anxiety of what could happen to you is worse than what actually happens to you. Yeah, and, I, and the hardest part is the limbo because I'll tell you guys this: probably the most depressed I've ever been in my life, where I actually had to talk to a psychologist, was about a year ago, not, maybe not even before I actually made the official retirement, because yeah. going back and forth in limbo was yeah. fucking with me so much ben. that actually finally making the decision actually freed me a little bit. So, yeah, Ben's totally right, Jamie. You're you're probably more worried or more consumed by what it may be than what it actually is. Not the thing with your situation, Jamie. Like even when you downsize, you're still six foot five. You can't. Yeah, <laughs> you're like you're lucky. You get to put the tall, skinny guy. You could be the you could be, the, you could be uh, the, the tall, dark, and handsome. Like uh, I'm just a uh, short and fucking stubby. That's it's not. You get to at least be fucking tall. This 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 industry cost me and Ford. Yeah. 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 Right, Jamie. Yeah. Some of us oh, don't have hair. Oh, might not cost me my hair, but it's cost me my forehead. Look at that fucking thing. I look like Gordon Ramsay. Well, who took an axe <laughs> to your forehead? What happened to your forehead? That's what I mean. It's like a Somebody put a forehead. dent in your fucking forehead. <laughs> Listen, you frown too Wait. much. You frown too yeah. much. Yeah. You, can, you, can get that, you can get that fixed, though. You can get the... You can, can I get, like, pulled, pulled back? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like Botox <laughs> <in there. laughs> oh, D- D- Dusty gets all these Botox done, doesn't he? I noticed Dusty's a bit fresh faced, complex. Yeah, 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 he is always fresh faced. I need to um, give, well, what's the guy? Brad Rowe a call. I need to give him a call. Yeah, he knows all the, he's got all the Botox. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Brad, Brad, we know. Yeah, we know see, the difference, is, Jamie, when you retire, you're going to become better looking. Yeah, exactly. Because when I lose weight, I get much better. It's going to work. It's worse, it's worse for me and James. Become less. <laughs> 
Bro, there's Less no hope for me. There's yeah. zero hope for me. <laughs> right I'm now, fucked. James is a jacked bald guy. When he retires, yeah. he's just a skinny bald guy. I'd be a skinny bald guy. I don't know what's going to turn into Paul. Paul's got more hair than me. Paul's, Paul's got, more, got hair more hair than James. Fuck. Jesus. I'm, I'm, I've been dealt a bad hand. Yeah, I think um, you've, you've mentioned this before, though, James. I think I'm definitely at the same point as you in the sense that I know and I feel that I've invested far too much time and effort into this to do anything just yet and I still need to be that tunnel vision guy oh, yeah, yeah you boys you boys aren't done people. yet yeah you boys are not done you're not I, I, said, I, I, I said to Jamie like really I, I think there's you have to see what the next two years is yeah yeah, yeah. so he's just signed a nice new contract account. he's got two years there see how that is and then you'll know I think I, I, I think the next two years is going to be a big listen there's something know, Cedric, but, but his, on, sorry. there's something Cedric said to me after and Johnny Jackson told him and kind of told mm. both of us after the Arnold one one year me and Cedric both did poorly Cedric did better than I did but it was poorly for Cedric he wanted to yeah, place yeah. higher obviously and I think I ended up in like 12th or some shit and uh Johnny kind of almost pulled us both aside and he was like listen this is a job it doesn't matter if you win every show or if you place fifth at every show this is a fucking job you do this one and you go to the next one and he's like, we yeah. have sponsors and we get paid and you sure. always want to get better. But the, the main objective is to earn a living doing what you love. And if you are, you're and that kind of, it, it, it kind of sunk in for me. I'm like, listen, yes, I want to get better. Yes. I want to win shows. And I did go on to win a couple shows, but at the end of the day, what is the, what is the ultimate objective of your career? I got yeah. paid to lift weights from yeah, 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 yeah. 2006 to 2020. And yeah, now is yeah. helping me build a business based on yeah. that last. So it's like your career, yes, is based on winning because we're competitive and we want to win. But your career is also based on I get to fucking work out and get paid for it. I yeah. know. And I, like, I, I, I pinch myself when I'm telling people what my job is. Dude, yeah. when I was. When people, I was people, for, people like, like, obviously, like, they're bodybuilding. And they're like, so what do you do for work? Like, yeah. How do you get paid? Yeah. <laughs> That's what they always ask me, too. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm one of, I, I'm always like, I'm, I'm like, well, I'm one of the very lucky few. <laughs> I always, when people, when hey, people hey, ask to, to me, go, go ahead, Ben, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, you know, it just reminded, it just reminded me because I was, I was in the bathroom, but I was still listening to what James said, where he said, like, think about your box, right? Yeah. And I go, oh, I didn't get a pro card. Okay. If you take my coaching business away, yeah, I still somehow, you fucking pay me. A, yeah. a decent amount like it's a yeah. con i get paid a good fucking contract I, okay i don't have the pro card but i still have a fucking you get I'm paid to work out professional like i get paid to train <laughs> you, you get paid to do the same out. shit as a like, pro what the, it's well technically technically you get paid crazy. to be my you get paid to be my friend but whatever <laughs> i get paid by a bodybuilding i get paid by a bodybuilding company every month i don't give it like fuck yeah. it I'll no but it. listen i know for that sure, maybe sure. sound listen to people watching it maybe sounds crass like oh they're just doing it for the money I'll tell you guys the truth and you guys can take it for whatever it's worth. When I was 19, I first started working out. I was like, I want to find a way to do this for a living because I don't want to do anything else. And it was partially was because of my, partially, it was partially because of my anxiety. Cause I was like, I don't want to work with other people. I like being in the gym. It makes me feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah, so I was like, how can I do that? And then I was like, I want to own a gym. Then I can do that. And I'm like, I don't have any money to own a gym. So maybe if I become a pro bodybuilder, someone will use my name. And we can start a gym and then all that'll be how it, that's the whole fucking way it started. Yeah. I just wanted to get paid to work out. So when people say, Oh, ha ha ha, your career sucked. I'm like, not really. 
I got yeah. fucking paid to work out for over a decade. Like, oh, I was the same. I said to myself, I said, I done, I done these, I done jobs, yeah, and I couldn't stand them. I was like, fuck this. I'm gonna win the British as a junior. I'm gonna get a little contract as a junior, and then I'm gonna work up black flexness to win the overall, and then I'm gonna take that and I'm gonna make a career. And it yeah. happened. Yeah, it happened. Flex Lewis was my beacon of light. Yeah. Like I watched Flex, like I saw him be an epic junior. So I was like, I'm going to win the juniors because you got to start on a good foot. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then, like I said, so I win the overall British 2007. I was like, I'm just going to do that. He's doing. Yeah. He's laid out the fucking template for us. Just copy him. Yeah. So the just competitive he's done. <laughs> the competitive side of it is is important because we're all competitive yeah. people. But like, yeah. what I think what Johnny Jackson was saying is, look, this is a career too. Yeah. This yeah. isn't a game where it's just about placing. It's about mm. what do you have to offer people and can you continue to do this as a living for a number of years? Also, like you look at your career, yeah, like yeah, shows are like here, 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 and here, but it's everything in between to enjoy. Yeah. You know, yeah. like enjoy the days of being a bodybuilder. Like every yeah. day you get up and you're drinking fucking, I don't know, like a protein shake, taking a shit on the bog, fucking going to the gym and training. Like that's all to be taken in. I've told, part I've, of this. I've told the story before a friend of mine, I was getting ready for a show and I think I just finished a workout and I had to go tanning and I was with a friend of mine and I was like, fuck man, I gotta go tanning. I don't want to go tanning. I just want to go home. And he was like, well, you can go work my fucking 10 hour shift if you want. And, you know, and, and I'll go and I'll go fucking tanning. And I was like, no, it's okay. I'm good. I'm good. I'll go fucking it's true. I'll go to tanning, sometimes, right? sometimes you gotta be around some other people who do a different field. That's right. I don't get wrong. Some of the people probably feel just as passionate about their field as us. Yeah, but for us particularly, we're like, oh fuck that! Like, I know people that love working uptown in London in an office and you know making their money that way. It, I dread it. I could never do it. Yeah. But it's it's understanding what you can do, and what you can't do. Unfortunately, we took what we could do and made something of it. It's funny you said that, James, too, because the one piece of advice I get people message me all the time is like, it's my first show. What should I do? Honestly, it's so fucking cheesy. But the number one piece of advice I give people is like, honestly, right. just take a step back and try and enjoy it. Because yeah. it's gonna go by in a fucking flash, like it'll yeah, be man. gone, and you yeah. won't, you'll forget it all. So, yeah. if you're doing a show, whatever level you're at, take a. Because I remember there's a couple shows I did where I actually sat down and looked around. I remember yeah. the Olympia, the first time I did the Olympia, where the only Took time I did the Olympia. I sat down, I looked around who was there and what was going on, and I like really like tried to. Re and I, it's one of their memories I remember because I actually sat and like consciously tried to take it in, right. Yeah. So I try and tell people that now when they ask me, like even, even Nick last year, I said, Hey man, good luck at the Arnold. Make sure you take a minute to like, take it all in. And then I asked him afterwards. He's like, I didn't do that. I didn't care. I just want to win. <laughs> so, he's yeah. so listen, he's, he's proper locked in. Like when we did, the, yeah. When we did the athletes meeting, bro, he didn't even stand up once. He just yeah. kept himself comfortable. He was like, yeah. I'm coming in dry tomorrow. I'm not going to waste any energy. Yeah. And there's me like jumping around, shaking everyone's hand, trying to be trying to enjoy it, personal. Yeah. But it, co it cost you so much energy. I swear he's, he had the right tactics, yeah. but yeah. it's true. Like I remember like sitting in the, I tell you when I, like when I sat at the Olympia in the uh, athletes meeting before to announce like the order of everything and, yeah, you're just looking around at all your peers, and you're like, "Fucking no, it's him, it's her, it's fucking, you know." And you just, I was just doing the same. I think the first Olympia is kind of a screw up, anyway, for most people. Most people just yeah. gonna go there. It's gonna be so much to take in. You're lucky to fucking place if you do, yeah. and then you just gotta learn to get used to it. And then next year or whenever you get back there, try and fucking improve upon it. But well, I'm I still think, glad with the experience. I think maybe it's a little different for me and you, James, because we're not from the US. Yeah. Because I think a lot of these guys get to see each other sometimes, like because they're in the US together. Maybe they see each other at gyms or they see each other yeah. at events. For sure. me, when I went to the Olympia, it was like the first time I'd seen a lot of these guys in real life. In the flesh, yeah. 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 So it's like a little bit 
shocking at first. It is. It's mad just to like be considered. You're one of them. Like it's mad. Like yeah. that's that's my little that's my Olympia medallion there. And like I don't know, you can just look at that shit and be like, yeah, man, I've fucking been on the Olympia stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, it's good. It's good, man. It's good. We've answered two questions. Let's try and answer <laughs> a, fucking a, a couple more before we go. Uh, British versus American snacks. Who wins? Well, this isn't going to be fair. Not if you're going to say Amer- Americans British. got all the British. snacks. No, because I don't think American snacks are actually good. They're all kind of just overly there's saturated so with much, shit. There's so much selection. They're literally there. overly saturated with shit. For us. No, James. Whereas ours are I mean, I tell you what, I could be living. Wait, wait, wait. Living here, I miss. That's right, Ben. Ben has. Well, I tell you yeah, what. Ben I tell. I. I tell you what. What Jamie mentioned earlier, he's like, "Oh, we'll go for a coffee," and you were, and it just it cracked me up because right. I was like, "I totally get what Jamie was doing, right?" Yeah. And then I go for a coffee. I want to go sit down in a tea room. Oh, I don't do that shit. I just go to a drive-through coffee. Uh, no, uh, and you just went so American. You're like, "Oh, Jamie, you went to a drive-through," and I'm like, "Oh, you're missing the point. You're missing the point of going for a coffee with your missus." No, 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 no. Wait, do. let me explain. Like, let me explain. I actually, I, wait. I just want to explain that really quick. The reason I said that is because I do the same thing Jamie does, but me and Summer will go for a drive. So like we grab a coffee right. in well, the drive-thru. Instead of sitting in, we'll just go for a drive and talk. Okay, okay. So we're still doing the same thing Jamie's but doing. We will, but we so, just, yeah. Go on. Well, I was, asking, I was asking my wife last night, actually. We were watching something on Netflix, and it was a British thing, and they, were, they went to a tea rooms. And I'm like, and I grew up in like the, a, a village in England, and we had a tea rooms, like a little quaint... Like yeah, with a cup yeah, of tea yeah. where they put it on a saucer for you, they bring out a slice of coffee, walnut cake. And I'm like, yeah, fuck, yeah. I miss that. Because over here, it's just Starbucks and fucking yeah. fast yeah, everything, yeah. this, that. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, I miss a nice little village with a picket fence out and the homemade they, cake. Like the, the one I went, the one I went to was like a, they had a cricket, they had a cricket pitch out on the opposite side of the road. And That's you could cool sit English. and watch the cricket, you could watch the cricket game. Have a slice of cake, a cup of tea. They bring a pot of tea and you pour yeah, it. I'm like, fuck, I missed that. You know, the rest like, of the world. I the missed rest that. Of, can I tell you, it seems like the rest of the world does things so much better. My it's, aunt my aunt came here from Lebanon and I don't drink that much tea, right? My aunt comes here from Lebanon. She's here for like three or four months. I start drinking tea every day because I would go see her. <laughs> and after every single meal, she would make a fresh pot of tea and she would be like, okay, let's have tea now after we eat. Bro, that was my mum all day. That was my mum. My mum makes you, five cups, five bowls, bowl, uh, five pots a day. Fuck it yeah. Yeah. You, you know how I'm, you know how I know I'm British through and through? Hmm. And now that I've retired, yeah, people say, oh, you didn't retire, you're not a pro. Okay, fuck off. Now I'm not competing. <laughs> fuck off. I have, I have my meal five, right? I have, yeah. no, sorry, I have five meals a day. After meal four, my, like Phoenix is in bed and I'll make Denise a chamomile tea and I'll make myself a, a Brit English breakfast tea. Okay. And I'll sit in bed with my mug of hot tea and sip it. And I'm like, there's no, like, this is just, I used to have a cup of tea before I went to bed, like growing up as a kid. Yeah. My mom would yeah. me a cup of tea and go to bed. When I go I just, to the U- it's come back to me. I just want. When I go to the Arnold UK, we're all going to go for a cup of tea. The question is guys, can you just have the tea? Without the biscuits, no, that's bullshit. I, so I do, I do, I, I do, but it's infinitely better with chocolate digestive biscuits dunked in do it. Do you guys yeah. put milk in your tea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. English tea. English I don't tea. put milk in my tea. Yeah, you have like a Turkish tea. 
I've never no, not Turkish tea, regular tea. <laughs> Turkish tea, bro. That's no, what they do. No. You're, you're, I'm telling you, I have regular listen, tea. No, that is regular tea. No, no. That's what Turkish people do. No. You gotta have you got English breakfast tea or builders tea. One, builders one tea sugar. Two, one, uh, well, I thought it was milk and two sugars. Uh, milk and two sugars. Yeah, yeah I, I heard you say that mean, on the I, Telegram I thing. Milk. You're like milk and yeah, two yeah. sugars. I'm like, there's actual guys that like that's their thing is milk and two sugars. Yeah, yeah. man. Like normal with builder who has their arse hanging out because their jeans are too low. You yeah, know, you get builders yeah. That's they, they, they go in to cut the cat out. Little two sugars, please, love. Yeah, I've never had milk in my tea, and it's not Turkish tea. Oh, it's, it's so regular good. tea. No, I'm just taking a piss because you know, like if you get a Turkish tea when you're in Turkey, they literally they're the never little ones. milk. Yeah, and they're, they're obviously just hot teas. Yeah, so yeah. they're not like British teas. So yeah. I was pl- trying to play a racial joke with you and tea joke. Oh, I miss it went over but, my head. Yeah, because you're not even Turkish. So I just fucked no. up. <laughs> so I didn't know what you were saying. <laughs> so now you're being even more racist. You're like, <laughs> but, but I'm talking. This again. This is the brush. I'm just sticking, <laughs> painting you with the same brush. All right, let's do one more and then we'll go. Um. Man, how do I get on the podcast? Well, you got to... I don't know. How do you get on the podcast? We've had someone on before. We've had a couple of people remember oh, from like... Donations. Donations directed to throughoutabiyahad.com. <laughs> the larger the donation, the more chance. Uh, when not guaranteed. When you would drink and go out, did you take... Did you do it the day of or took that day off? No, I would do it the day of and then take the next day off. Yeah. You train, about? go out. So like I would train, train? arms. Oh. I would train arms so my arms look good at the bar. <laughs> and then I would put on a tight shirt and I would go to the bar and get fucking absolutely annihilated. And then and I would wake up the next, James, day. You, you next a, day. You did a you did a James Joe Howe at the Arnold. Yeah. You would yeah. Just yeah. Put the arms up, <laughs> arms up, tightest t-shirt you can. Jamie, I had a so, shirt like that when I was 20. It was that tight. Was like, <laughs> like an occlusion band at the top. Yeah. Yeah, a little. But I, would always, but I think that's why Sunday always became my day off because I did that yeah. so early on in my career. I would drink Saturday night. Yeah. Sunday was my hangover day. And then Monday I'll get back to work. Yeah. I think I would do the same. I'd, I'd eat a good meal and then go out and get bladdered. Yeah. Uh, and then train, you eat a good eat, meal. Bladded. And then after you're done drinking, you have like a huge meal before bed. I'd have a kebab yeah. at like 4, 4 a.m. Yeah. Like fucking yeah, exactly. one eye like that. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to drink when I come to the UK? Oh, you're going to be competing after we can celebrate. Well, I'll do a Steve. Steve Avery used to have a cigarette and a beer after prejudging. That's what he used to because they would hold that they'd have the competitions at like a, a theater. So as soon as you got off stage, straight straight to the bar, up a little quick pint and a, and a cigarette, go back, win the show, off cut, loves it. Wow. Brilliant. Oh, man, that's hilarious. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you feel proper chilled. But imagine having a beer after heart, like prejudging. This yeah. is great. Fucking hell, I might do that. Who is it? Was um, it Justin Harris that says that beer is one of the best hydration foods you can drink? I can't remember. Someone rehydrates with, is like not opposed to using beer to rehydrate with. I'm, I swear I heard it. I can't remember. I don't want to misquote somebody. But somebody. Justin know. Harris got misquoted there, but it's probably not. Sorry, Justin. Know. If it's not Justin, sorry. Um, nope. Okay, like, they say coffee is actually really good at hydrating you. It's just a bit. Oh, no, it's the opposite. No, no, apparently not. Like initially, caffeine. Yes. Caffeine's dehydrating. No, caffeine no, post workout. Caffeine post workout with carbs actually helps to glycogen with, replenish. Yeah, but a coffee by there, itself is not going to. There, there's it depends. Listen, there's this. There's you have to look it up. Look it up like, after the podcast. Look up if coffee's good for hydrating. Look it up now. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, no, 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 let's just see. All right. See, I do know that caffeine helps. Caffeine does help with uh, um, glucose. I know, I know Stan Effling is quite a big fan of that. Um, but this is actually, we needed this today because we haven't done no type ins on the podcast today. You know, like we haven't done one, have we? Nobody looks on Google and shit. Normally, Ford always does a little Google search, doesn't he? No, no, no titty search. There's no titty search today. So we kind of need a coffee search. So this says. Oh, we did crumpets. We did a crumpet search. Drinking oh, caffeine did. containing beverages as part of a normal lifestyle doesn't cause fluid loss and excess of the volume ingested. There you go. While caffeinated drinks may have a mild diuretic effect, meaning that they cause the need to urinate, they don't appear to increase the risk of dehydration. So they do have a diuretic effect. Maybe. No, maybe it says. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but they don't, ri- they don't r- increase the risk of dehydration. Like well, people think. Isn't that the no, same? Not, that as bad, the same not, as, not as bad but, as people think. But, but, and I, again, I, I might sound really stupid here saying this. If you were to drink a 20 ounce glass of water, yeah. does that not also increase diuresis? Yeah. You'd piss your pants right. off. Yeah. Right, you're going to pee after you drink. If you don't drink it at all, you're not going to pee as much as if you do drink it. I'm not right? even going to throw science this one. There's all a I know see what I mean. You all, see what I'm saying? All though, I know right? is so, for years and years and years, it's been known that di- caffeine is a di- has a diuretic effect. They all say that. I'm saying, though, that you will never piss out the same amount of fluid that you intake, right? Yeah, so the yes, net, the net, the yeah. net is, there's no, no net loss, right? There's, a, yeah, there's yeah. no net loss. Okay. So what are you saying? We shouldn't drink water, just coffee. Just drink coffee. You basically, I'm excusing you. I'm helping you out. I'm saying you can fucking drink coffee all day and you're fine. Drink coffee, <laughs> smoke cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine this. That's how you'd smell after that all day. Like, the first, like, I've been doing this for years already. What is with this toothbrush question we keep getting? Uh, okay. Last one. Is Hostile becoming a full-on apparel brand? I don't want to finish with something like that. That's uh, boring. Yeah, it is boring. And no, we're not becoming a full-on apparel brand. We are a supplement brand first. Um, do you think it's... Oh, I don't want to do that. We're going to end up fighting. <laughs> oh, let's do it. No. We might not. <laughs> we might not. It's you and Ben, isn't it? You're going to go each other. Do you think it is possible to build a good set of legs without back squatting? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I said this today because yes. we actually had this. This is We all agree. I'm just, I know. Got, I, know. Yeah, th- I know. This conversation was also in the Telegram. Oh, today. was that the question that you were avoiding? Yeah. Oh, no, we, I, I only squat because I like it. Like, I know. It, I we all, we all agree. I was just fucking around. In fact, hey, no, no. Just as a point, to prove my point, I actually took squats out of Nick's program. You know, Nick, your... Yeah, yeah, my friend, Nick. I, I Or your employee, Nick. Yeah. Okay, right? whatever. Yeah. Um, oh, is that you, all your friends are actually employees? That's how it works. <laughs> that's how it works. They're still friends. That's how um, I get friends. I, I employ my friends. Yeah, I actually had him pull he back. Now friends. Actually, he was doing like multiple sets of squats, and I had him only do one and then move on to that squat pro instead because I think it's going to be better for his legs. Yeah, 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 yeah. He squats yeah. a lot, he squats a lot of weight, uh, for his body weight, but I yeah. feel like oh, I feel does. like it's not, I feel like it's not, it's not essential. I feel like it's not working. It's weird. Sometimes I feel like guys can have a really strong squat, but it doesn't translate to their legs. Maybe translate more to their ass. I th- I think I think you have good, you, you have good you legs for your body, though, Ben. Like your legs are proportion like bigger than the rest of your body. But for why squat? No, but I mean in proportion uh, to the rest of your body, your quads are the biggest body part you yeah, have. I think if you do, if you are heel elevated squatting, you will always get pretty. I think I've yet to see someone who heel elevate heel elevate squats frequently with good weight and reps not have good legs. 
But I've seen a lot of people that squat regularly with not good legs. Well, I've, I also, seen, like, I've also seen Sasan never squat and yeah, have has the most ridiculous well, I legs think if, I've ever seen. I think if you use that, I mean, fuck, a hack squat is actually better for quad development anyway. It's kind so, of, it, it mimics, it kind of mimics that knee flexion that you would try to get out of a hill elevated squat. That's why I, I want Tyler to get me a squat pro. No, like the one I have, but the new one, the Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the Rogers one. I think we've got. I think we've got one of them coming. I think I've got one. I got the generation here. one that has been altered, but it's fucking. You got a modified. Oh man, you've modified the fuck out of that thing. You put bars on I bars. Come, I want to come play on that. <laughs> it's got everything on it, man. You can do back. You can do back on that. You said right. Yeah, the Rose. Rose he he put handles on it for Rose. You can do. You can do Viking press. Uh, I use that same bar for squats now, or you can do the the. Uh, I've done. In front. I've done. You know my bear squat that we used. I've done Viking press on that. Yeah, that works pretty well. Yeah, you can do that too. Yeah, no, and he put a a belt squat on it. He built a belt squat into that fucking thing. That's cool. Yeah, wow. yeah. Wow. You do audio, dude. I'm telling that. you, he's, I'll show you. I'll take. A, I'll take a video of it. I'll Who show is you. it? Who did it? This engineer that works at uh my brother's warehouse, uh, not his warehouse, his factory. So they so they do ah. a lot of work on like um, electrical wheelchairs and shit like that. But he yeah. also he's also been like you know he's built race cars and shit. Like he's just one of yeah. those guys that like has very very like just good an eye, an eye for the fucking yeah, oh, yeah. Get, him, yeah. Get, get him to get his hands on your bike then. So yeah, <laughs> so he took a look. He took a look at the the squat pro generation one, and he's like, hey, if we do this and do this, you You'll can have. This. You can have a, a, a belt squat and does you can it, have a fucking Viking press. He, tra- he, he, he trains, right? He, he must be able to there, train yeah. to be able yeah. to. I'm going to say, because if you just got a straight engineer in there, you have to yeah. have somebody that understands yeah. bodybuilding. To Yeah, like he's not hardcore, but he's in there working out every day. So he gets yeah, what we're right, trying to right. do. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It's pretty cool. That. That's cool. Yeah. Anyway, uh, okay, boys. Jamie, it's good to see you, man. Thanks yes, for coming thank on. Appreciate it. Very James good to see you, Jamie. And Ben. Great to catch up. I'll see you guys soon. Definitely. Last one, boys. Okay, boys. See you guys. Talk soon. Have a good one. Bye. Thanks. Be safe. Thanks for watching. Please subscribe, share with your friends, and like the video. And if you get a chance, check out the description for all the different links to all the different places you can find Hostile and myself. And lastly, check out Hostile.com for our new line of supplements and all of our apparel and gear. Thanks again for watching.